Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Defining Duke, an Xbox podcast, is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support the show, go to patreon.com slash laststandmedia. Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here today, and welcome to episode 43 of Defining Duke, an Xbox podcast. As always, I'm joined by the premier protein one himself, Lord Cognito. Yo, we proteined up right now. We ready. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit the gym right after. You know what I mean? But oh. I, was, I was, oh, you know, trying to get my, my nutrition right and stuff, man. But how you doing? The Xbox uh, hoodie looking very clean, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm, feeling, uh, I'm feeling good, Cog. Mm-hmm. Today, I was able to wash my left arm. This sounds, <laughs> oh, yeah. This sounds odd but I was stitched up for a while, right? Mm. So every time I got in the shower, I had to throw on a little plastic sleeve going up to my shoulder. So my left arm's been considerably more grimy compared <laughs> to the rest of my body, right? And so today I looked at the scar. I was like, you know what? It's time. The stitches are out. We're good to go. Mm. Off it came in the shower. I went, it was a great shower. Nice. I had some little R&R yesterday, feeling nice, nice and refreshed. Good. So we're feeling good today. Uh, shout out to you for handling DDU this week. It was uh, it was much needed, so I, I very yeah. much appreciate you oh, for that. For those it. who are uh, who are interested in listening, it's a Ask Cog episode. So a nice little Q and A. How'd that go? It was fun, man. Shout out to 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 the, to the fam, Last Damn Media fam. Like they had some good questions, a couple of challenging mm-hmm. ones. It mm-hmm. was fun. Like I said, every once in a while, I like to do the, the mailbag. My debut was a mailbag. And um, of course, got to hold you down. Like, you know, so I know Mr. Maddie Plays does a lot of things, y'all. He's out here. He's got <laughs> multiple shows. Plug that other joint. I like the retro joint. The retro, was it retro? Yeah, yeah retro rebound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah retro uh, rebound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Lockmore. If you guys like the Lockmore edits, he handles retro rebound. But yeah, it's it's been a lot on my plate. I, I think now this year it's over with all the announcements and yeah. stuff between working on the game, retro rebound, two shows, technically three, if you include DDU. Think, uh, I think I'm good on top of the main channel. I, th- yeah. I think I've got a full plate now where it's like, okay, let's let's organize this all, get it all rolling, and, and we'll be set in a couple of years. I'm, I'm feeling glad, confident about Glad it. to hold it down, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, check mm-hmm. that out. It's up right now. DDU Ask Cog episode. We get into it, man. We get into it. Hell, yeah. Always a good listen. And uh, for those of you who want to support us, as always, early access for this show goes live on patreon.com slash laststandmedia on Thursdays. Uh, you can listen to us for free. We appreciate you being here. We've seen the show numbers go up a little bit. So thank you so much. And we expect a lot of turnout for this week as we have the big Halo campaign re-reveal to get into. Of course, more Xbox projects have leaked this week between Project Belfry and Project Shaolin, which we will talk about as well. And I know, Cog, you're feeling Shaolin. I, I, I was reading all about it. It's all you, man. All, all me, you. All me. So we got a lot to talk about. Before we begin, we want to hear from the audience. Let's start off with J.A. Zoo, who's targeting me. 
And I knew I painted a target on my back when I mentioned this game. So here we go. Here we Hello, go. Dukes. Bit of a correction from last week. I know everyone is talking about Papa Master Chief this week, but I want to throw out a defense for my daddy, Mr. Hideo Kojima. <laughs> last week, Maddie, you said Death Stranding didn't do too hot. But I want to point out that it sold well over 5 million copies on PS4 and PC, not counting the PS5 Director's Cut. That seems pretty good to me when you compare it to MGS5, the highest-selling MGS game, which had over 6 million. Love you guys, but need to toss out a correction for the slander <laughs> on my man Kojima. Thanks for the content. Hope you guys have a good week. Yeah, this is on me. Uh, honestly, this is actually really good because that game looked like it didn't cost much to make. So, <laughs> so they, 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 made, uh, they made a pretty penny on that one there. Yeah, even surprising that... You know, now in your defense, even though, like I said, they're coming for us a little bit, you know, surprising that, you know, they didn't want to continue with him mm -hmm. as far as the rumors and what we're going to talk about, you know, yeah. but not saying that that relationship's over, but it is interesting that it seems like, yeah, we're not doing anything with Sony right now mm -hmm. moving forward kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That, that yeah. part's interesting. I agree. It'll be, mm -hmm. uh, it, I wonder if they just thought like this was a good one-time thing for them to get the profits because it's like safe Kojima People are going to just support him in spades because of that. But uh, also, it could just very well be a good game, and I just don't want to admit that. Who knows? I've never played it. So. <laughs> no, no, trust me. I'm with, I'm with you. I'm in the same boat. It didn't. I'm waiting for Game Pass. Bro, <laughs> same, game bro pass. same thing. Like, it, it literally came up in the ass cog defining Duke Ultimate episode. Like, you like walking simulators, but how come? And I was like, look, man, it looked like the UPS FedEx game, and I yeah. wasn't there yet. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if it come to Game Pass, he come over. Mm -hmm. be a yeah. No, I mean, Phil teased it on his shelf months ago. We'll mm -hmm. wait it out. We'll wait it out. Absolutely. No problem. All right. Next one is from Family Falls. What's up, Dukes? Long time, first time. Not really a question, more of a comment. Considering everyone is up in arms about the two terabyte expansion on Xbox, even though it's pretty much on par with the two, ter uh, two terabyte price, or I'm sorry, PCIE for SSDs, can we just admit we were all wrong about the Xbox Series X and S? I know you all mentioned the quick resume and smart delivery. One thing I don't hear people talk about is that their salutation to the SSD is even better than we thought. As someone who has all three consoles, with the S being in the spare bedroom, I like to keep the current games that I'm playing on the expansion card, and when my wife or kids want to use the main TV, I just pop that card out, put it in my S, and continue my gaming. It's even great for travel, considering the S is significantly smaller. I just put an SSD in my PS5, and it's just a mess. Anyway, sorry for the long comment. I just feel I wanted to give X or say that Xbox put thought into every aspect of this generation. I wanted to give them their props. Thanks for the best Xbox podcast I have listened to. Thank you, family. Big praise there. But yeah, just want to shout this one out because um, I remember when they announced the price tag for the two terabyte expansion. I wasn't pissed, but I was just like, well, I was like, holy crap, that's a lot of money. Uh, am I missing something here? And, and a lot of people wrote to me and kind of explained it all. But uh, yeah, I wanted to shout them out for that because... Uh, we're long past the memory card days, but yeah. not Xbox. Not Xbox, yeah. And, um, you know, to, to their credit, you know, being that I upgraded my PC, oh, shout out to he was on me. He was like, yo, you know, helping me build out my PC because I wanted to be more robust as a podcaster, content mm -hmm. creator. Of course. And, yeah, when you're doing the pricing, you see how much these NVMe drives are. They're, they're not cheap. So they are actually going right. But to, to the question, um... That 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 portability and especially with the S and just popping in, popping out, 
And yeah, I use it all the time, man. I, I, <clears throat> when I, I take my S with me when we on the last damn media event. Shout out to Mr. Yep. Betty Place helping yep. me get past uh, hotel TV security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little plug in the back. A little plug in the back, you know what I'm saying? I had that, but I had my S, I had my memory card, and I had my little travel kit. And also for S users, I would highly advise there's a um there's a screen attachment for my good guy. Oh man, what's these guys' name? They oh, basically I know what you're you know about who I'm too. talking about. Yeah, it's like upspec. I think they call it like upspec. They have a Kickstarter right now, and pretty much it's a screen for the mm-hmm. S. So that's gonna mm-hmm. be like on my long plane trips and stuff yeah. like that. You know yeah, that saying? one that one looks solid. I'm I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. Hopefully that actually comes out no it is they sent me the notification Ooh. that they're shipping and they had their little attachments and stuff so Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay. coming so okay. as soon as as soon as it comes through i'll put it up on twitter and then we could talk about it or whatever yeah but right. i think it's gonna be a good thing a big thing can't wait to see it mm-hmm. last one is from michael lamaro we want to help out new fans whenever we can hi boys i just bought my first xbox console to supplement my ps5 and switch the xbox series s if i were to play only three halo games through game pass which three should I play? What order should I play them in? Sorry if there's an obvious answer. I just do not have any experience with the franchise. Excited to check out Halo Infinite later on this year. Thanks, gentlemen. I thought this was interesting because I think it displays how scarred some people are from these numbered releases where you get like Red Dead Redemption 2, but it's the prequel. Just the, the way games are labeled nowadays. And so I understand this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you pick if, if you were to select three Halo games? It's a, it's a good one. I mean, I have my order in terms of like, what I think are the better ones, mm. but I I'm a I'm a continuity person. You know what I mean. I, I do feel, you know, you should start with like you know Master Collector, you know Champ Collector's Edition, the first one, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean I said Collector CE Combat Evolved, excuse me, yeah, you know the first one, and just to get a feel because I like to see the evolution graphically and, and things of that nature. But yeah, I, I say go right in, in the first three because you can't. To me, you can't eliminate three. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, yeah. shout out to our boy Chris Ray Gunn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had that on, on Last Stand Media event. Oh, yeah. His, uh, his choice, which is now free. Shout out to Colin. He just put it up right now. The Last Stand Media event is now free up on the Last Stand yes. Media channel. Yeah, so I can't believe I forgot to write that down. Check that out, y'all. So the Chris Ray Gunn selection was Halo 3. So, yeah, Halo 3 is one of the pinnacle, but first three in order i love two there was a controversial with two as far as the direction they went with the order and stuff like that but it's still love and one is just classic vibe so that's what i got but i'm curious with you because you now we're going to talk a games play but i want to know where you stand with this i'm very curious i would say honestly michael these games aren't too long if you're looking to squeeze them all in before infinite you can do that i just want to let you know michael but Mm -hmm. if you can only play three you got other commitments or whatever do one through three right and and I think the worst thing that happens here is maybe you got to look up a little summary of Halo 4, 5, and and most importantly, Halo Wars 2. Very important but that you huge. you check out Wars 2. That that we'll talk about later. But yes. yeah, if, download Master Chief Collection. Uh, you'll have access, if you're a Game Pass subscriber, to 3 ODST, Reach. Reach. You'll have access to all three Halo games. You'll also have Halo 4. So you can take a look at all of these if you'd like. Um, but I would strongly suggest 1 through 3. I'll talk about Halo 1 in just a little bit specifically, but uh, these are just some of the best first-person shooter campaigns that you can play. So definitely just one through three. It's that simple. If you want a little bit more on the lore, go into Reach. If you want a, a little bit more from Three's universe, if you will, ODST. You know, you can. There's a couple places you can float by, but one through three, classic trilogy. You can learn why it's so popular. Yes, agreed. All right. Well, let's talk about what we're playing. Right here we go. So, Cog. 
Shall I begin? Because yes, we were just please. talking Halo. Yes, so let's get it. Let's get it. Right. So I'm playing uh, Master Chief Collection. I have made the commitment. We went back and forth on this business decision. And I've decided after seeing the campaign gameplay for Halo Infinite, it's time to play all of the Halo campaigns. So I'm doing it, right? I could have done this back in March when I was deciding between Halo and Gears, but now the hype is in me. I'm feeling it. It's like, I want this, so I'm going to do it. Respect. Started Halo 1 last night. We're on mission eight now, two betrayals. Okay. So okay. we're, we're already deep, right? Yes, these, yes. Are, these are not long games. There's 10 missions in Halo 1, for those who don't know. Mm -hmm. I have remembered. I was, dude, I was bathing in nostalgia last night when I was playing this, right? Because here's the thing. I remembered that Halo 1 mm -hmm. has the best one, two, three punch in first-person shooting campaigns, Break in my it down. opinion. Break it down. Silent Cartographer. Yes. Assault on the Control Room. Yes. 343 Guilty Spark. Yes. A master class in execution of world building, fun shooting galleries, and surprise reveals. And now since we know Michael's listening, I don't want to spoil it too much because mm -hmm. he's new to it all, but all I'm going to say is that sequence of missions is incredible to me to this day. Now, Silent Cartographer holds a special place in my heart because I remember that was on the Xbox demo disc. I was in one of the yeah, magazines and I, I replayed and replayed that so much. You get to the part where the elite goes behind the door and I was, as a kid, what happens next? How do I get this guy? And you finally get behind the door and he's gone and he ambushes you at the end of the mission. But otherwise, like, yeah, that was that mission just holds a special place in my heart. Uh, nice. That was on, I think, the greatest demo disc of all time, which had like Dead or Alive three. I think it had Fusion Frenzy on yeah. it. it had, the, like, those are the OXM joints. Which ones was those? Yeah, yeah, that was um, yeah, that was in the Xbox magazine. They they came with the disc, and uh, I yeah. think that was seven. those are those are the uh, the, the the OG Duke uh, mm -hmm. Lords days. That was mm -hmm. his publication. He was there. Yeah. That, those are those days. He was over there, I believe, at OXM during those days. The demo discs. Continue. Yeah, speaking of which, I got mm -hmm. ripped off. I tried oh. to buy. I tried to buy a Duke controller uh, for uh, twenty dollars. I saw it on eBay. I was like, "This is so cheap!" And it was the one you got right there, but yeah. black. Right? It was the oh, OG. I was. It was the Hyperkin one. I was like, "I'm gonna go for it." This guy had no sales, no purchases. No, Maddie, you yeah. got got. Yeah. No. yeah, I was like, "All right, I'm going for it." It's twenty bucks. I was like, "If this guy ships it to me, we are in business." Because it's ninety everywhere else. So I was like, yeah. "Let's see." Dude, on, th this guy, I messaged him like, "Hey, you shipping it out yet? Nothing." So oh. <laughs> I got scammed. Betty, <laughs> who, who puts up a scam hyper hyper controller? Was my thought process. I was like, "Really, dude? That's you want twenty bucks that bad? Like, you're, gonna, you're gonna you're gonna put up a fake listing for that?" So he dude, got me. I mean, it was an official was picture. Yeah, he he was hustling. So uh, anyway, yeah, been playing Master Chief Collection. That's been great. Uh, I also said last week on Defining Duke that mm -hmm. uh, I had two other games I was playing that I, I couldn't talk about. Now I can. <laughs> One is Guardians of the Galaxy. The mm. other is Age of Empires 4. Both full reviews up on my channel, which Let's is uh, one of the reasons why I was not on DDU uh, this week because I was I was grinding. I was right, grinding. Real quick, because um, I'm, I'm working on trying to get uh, uh, Empires Call, but G galaxy guards of the galaxy i'm hearing extremely positive things yeah and i know i'm I'm gonna go to the channel still but just give mm. me a little bit like is it is it as advertised like yo are you feeling this thing like everybody else is um it depends on a couple of things like okay. we we'll talk about it in a little bit okay. like we we have some deus ex fans out there yes, if yes, you're yes, expecting yes, yes. Marvel's we'll deus ex you're not getting that Okay. Um, if you're expecting the dialogue that they presented to kind of have these telltale levels of like branching consequences, mm -hmm. you're going to get just permutations of the same sequence we're all experiencing. Okay. And that's okay, but it, it is a little underwhelming as a system. It needs to okay. be built upon more, I think, if it's going to exist. So the dialogue is just kind of there for you to participate in the banter. Mm -hmm. 
But otherwise, it's a really solid romp, and I think it's going to be a good test to see if Spider-Man was just this really good one-off where, you know, it's a popular hero, it's a PlayStation exclusive, like those two combined. Right. You see millions of sales. Or if, like, a good single-player, like, there's no side quests, no BS, just a single-player story in the Marvel Universe that's a solid game, if that can sell a lot. Especially Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, they're they're kind of new in the scheme of things when you look at popular oh, Marvel yeah. IP, right? Oh, like, yeah. they, they're definitely been around for a long while, but, like, mm-hmm. in the terms of relevance, uh, it was kind of the early 2010s that they, yes. they had come about. So, yeah, I, as someone who really didn't care for Guardians of the Galaxy, like the mm-hmm. movies, I, I yeah. fell asleep during them. I told oh, the story damn, in my review. Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No disrespect. Just it was actually one of my Way first days of Layla. Yeah, yeah. It was one of my first days of Layla. I, I completely passed out during it. She was like, I like this movie. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I passed out during it. And uh, since then, I was just like, I don't know if these movies are that great, in my opinion. Um, I'm, oh, I, I understand why people like them, but I just they weren't working for me. I feel you. But the games made me okay. like the characters a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things that this game does really well is it, it makes the cast very endearing. It's a it's presented in a very Hollywood manner. And that could sound like a bad thing. But think of, you know how you see in these these Marvel movies, like you hear the licensed soundtrack play. It's all like happy-go-lucky, having a good time, get a couple of chuckles yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, they sink into a more serious, serious topic. Tone, they, yeah. yeah. It has that type of flow to it. Okay. Uh, and, and it's really hard to define what that is. But once you start playing it, mm-hmm. you see how they present cutscenes, like the cinematography for it. You get a feeling like they were studying their movies study. while okay. they were making this. Okay. Uh, it's got almost an uncharted feel, if you will, to it. Uh, but yeah, the characters are the star here. I don't know if the actual journey the characters go on is that interesting, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I thought it was all right. But the, the, the characters here are, are really good beyond even the Guardians, which I thought was a, a welcome surprise as well. Uh, combat is a fun time. Enemies nice. are a little too spongy. Even when I tweaked the damage and made it go really high, yeah. still thought enemies were too spongy. That was a complaint in my preview. It still holds true. But the combat has a great flow when things are mm-hmm. clicking together and you're doing just the right amount of damage. It feels really, really nice. good. One of the most co-op single-player games ever, calling in the Guardians <laughs> to do all different things. It was nice. awesome. But otherwise, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good, but okay. um, I gave it a, a, a small wait for a sale. I said around like 45, 50 bucks because there okay. was enough kinks in it where uh, technically by the way i had some bad frame rate issues in the second half of the game mm. but also there was just i think too many bumps in the road okay. uh, where it was like an up and down up and down where uh, there were points in the campaign where i was going what are we even doing here and it could start to feel a little stretched out gotcha. especially when the combat got too spongy mm-hmm. where it's not a skip at all like i think people should play it it's a good game but i don't know if you should rush out and spend 60 bucks on it so gotcha. really dug that one age of empires 4 let's go, let's go. uh this is uh from world's edge and yeah, relic yeah, entertainment yeah. world's edge xbox first party studio yes, sir. uh the good times roll on for xbox's first party again Which, another continues? really good one yeah street continues in my opinion i thought they this got was games? a really good one yeah they got I heard, games i heard i heard street did the yeah. internet told me they don't got games yeah they got games man <laughs> they they've been doing well right and uh this is another one uh, it's an RTS for those who don't know. It's the the famous or rather infamous uh, trebuchet documentary series, and so uh, we we got the, that. I hate to cut you. Did no, you please. see the promo for for Xbox? They doing so. I think they doing something today while we're recording with the mountain from Game of Thrones, and it has a trebuchets. But Xbox is doing something. If you go to the Xbox YouTube channel, I saw a premiere. I guess they're doing some promo for it. Wow. Yeah, because it's like Xbox. And it's, I was like, what is the mountain doing 
they have a thumbnail with the mountain with a trebuchet behind him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, they really get mm-hmm. behind this trebuchet. I had to catch because I just wanted to no, tell you No, no, I, I think it's a, a thing that they're kind of latching onto quietly yeah. and uh, recognizing maybe that wasn't the best way to, to market the game and it shouldn't be <laughs> its, its calling card, if you will. Like, hey, remember that game that showed up a trebuchet mm-hmm. as, a, as a, 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 a point of, of interest for mm-hmm. people getting into the game? Uh, but Dirty Flynn had written written into us uh, saying, yeah. hello, Maddie and Cog. Is Microsoft doing enough to advertise Age of Empires 4? It comes out very soon, and based on current reviews, it mm-hmm. seems to continue the Microsoft development slash publishing streak, yet we don't see anything about it. Hope you have a discover a slow leak in your tire type of week. Thank you, Dirty Flint. Um, we'll talk about that in a moment, but Age of Empires 4 Let's go. Is, a, is a solid RTS. Uh, as someone who's never played Age of Empires before, I thought it was a really good starting point. Uh, the, the HUD is digestible. That's the most important thing I can tell the audience is, you know, these games can hit you with a lot of information yeah. and can be really overload you. Yeah, it, this game doesn't really do that. I think the way they pace out how you learn the mechanics and how they show you them. Uh, and how you read the screen, like the numbers, where they are, when you have pop-ups. There's no moment I was going, huh? Uh, I, I feel like everything, again, is legible, which is huge in these types of games. Because I felt like I understood what was happening. Really, it, what would occur if I started to lose a battle was it was on me. I just didn't act quick enough. Um, and that's what happens to all these RTS games. You just kind of learn the, the rhythm. And each army has their, or rather empire, has their own little quirks. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, in the Moscow army, you can build hunting cabins and you can generate gold with them if you put them out in the middle of the woods next to uh, animals and stuff, because I guess they're hunting them down and trading their pelts for gold. Mm-hmm. And you can use that gold to create new units that are uh, more expensive, or you can use them to trade with other nearby villages. And okay. So there's like an element of civilization there that I honestly like more in the RTS combat itself, mm-hmm. uh, just because I'm a big Civ fan. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really good game overall. As for its advertising, yeah, I, I, I understand why they're not really pumping the gas on this one because it is an RTS. I don't know if it's going to be the biggest thing there. It's another kind of diverse addition to the library for Xbox, but it's a very good one. And again, yeah. day one Game Pass. So if anyone's curious about it, it's out now. Go ahead, download it. Try it out. PC Game Pass. PC. PC right. Game and Pass, I think, sorry. Yeah, yes. and I, think, I think that we'll talk about the other questions later, but I think that plays into a factor with the marketing. Mm-hmm. And they probably they're probably doing a gears tactics thing where I feel they're probably gonna take their time with the console conversion. I, I, it yeah. has to come over. This game's too big. I I think so. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think it, when you look at them getting Flight Simulator onto Xbox, I think that's sort of their statement. Like we're gonna bring things that are PC only to Xbox eventually. It's just yes. a matter of when, not yeah. if. So I hope it does come to consoles. Is this one that I feel like you need to rush out and play? I mean, it depends. Like for me, I'm kind of hooked to it. Uh, I, I honestly was was glued to it where when I was playing it in Discord with my friends, uh, they would be trying to talk to me and I just wasn't replying because ah. I was like all in on it. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Sorry for dragging that one no, on no, a lot. Just a lot of new releases. You had all I, the hot my games. I, was, I was waiting. I was like, <laughs> he got the flash though. <laughs> now, I want to I want to dish it to you because yes. you're playing a game that I've long put off. Bro. Right. And I, I got to hear. Bro, we got to talk. What's the word we on Disco talk. Elysium? Disc- all right. Before I even get to that. The plan was, you know, I'm team turn-based, so it was mm-hmm. Phoenix Point, you know, doing that. Shout out to LordsOfGaming.net. We got some great tips for you right now, Addict and my mm-hmm. boy Mahmoud. Got some great tips. If you're new to there Phoenix Point, please check that out, how to get started, right? Then I, I was doing it. my Back for Blood romp, but on hard difficulty with the homies, right? Mm-hmm. But then the homies got mad at me, man. See, same, oh. same how you, see, see how you stopped answering messages and oh. you was playing a certain game? So I said one night, I was like, oh, okay, let me give you a real quick, quick recap with Disco, right? So Disco Elysium, 
I saw it on PS5, right? Right. And at the time, I'm like, oh, okay, so it's on PS5. It's probably going to be on Xbox. I want to stay in my ecosystem with achievements. Mm-hmm. I'm probably playing on Xbox. So You're better man than me for that. Okay. <laughs> right. I heard great things. Actually, I had the opportunity to meet with the devs. I'm kicking myself that I didn't meet with the devs. This was like way back when they were announcing right. it at a show or something. It was like a pack, the last packs, maybe packs 2020. Anyway, so I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'm like, all right, it's not on Xbox. It's not on Switch. So PS5 got this exclusive, right? And at the time, mm-hmm. a bunch of other games going on. I said, okay, I'm going to wait. My, my goal was... Game Pass go get this. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, I'm like, Game Pass go get this. So then I follow the account. Disco Elysium to Switch. I'm like, all right, where's the Xbox version? I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. definitely Game Pass now. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, oh, no, it's coming. But it ain't no Game Pass. So at yeah. this point, I'm like, all right. I waited. <laughs> just just buy the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's all, just buy the game. Buy the game. So yeah. I, bought, I bought the game. So this is where it started for me. So I'm like, I'm going to play this. Okay, like 15, 20 minutes. Get back to what else I'm doing with Phoenix Point and Back for Blood. Maddie, mm-hmm. it got me, bro. This nice. game is amazing. Let me tell you what it is. Let's get the kinks out. The control is a little weird because it's one of those things where the anything you can interface with, they'll, they'll let you know by a highlight or if you move your controller around and then you press A to actually go up to it and inspect it. So mm-hmm. it's not, you can move around the map freely but um, it's one of those things where they really want you to interact with things, right? Art style okay. is a very unique art style. It's, it's looks it's like watercolored. When yeah, I watercolor, at. very um, like it's a cartoonish, but it also has a darkness to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a weird thing because it's it's a it's brightly watercolored, but it's a very rundown industrial kind of a deal. Is it almost and, like an oil painting? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, okay. the thing about it is your main character, what I was wondering too much, is the worst detective I've ever seen in the history of detective. <laughs> Maddie, I love that. I love that. This man is the worst. Like, you start <laughs> off almost butt naked and drunk from a romp of drinking and drugs. Like, this is like the nice. 70s. It's literally the disco era. You wake up, and I'm like, yo, what is going on? Now, this is where the game goes to the next level. From what I understand, shout out to Ty Guy Travis, last word, IGN. He told me the original, because this is the final cut. The one that's out right now is final cut. The original was all was all written. This is everything's voice acted. Yeah, yeah. Maddie, this is the best voice acting I've ever heard in a video game. Wow. In my opinion. Wow. Everything. And, and the thing, wow. every NPC, every person, you've got your little um. If you're like the Sherlock Holmes, if you're the like the worst Sherlock Holmes, you got like a very good Watson. He'd be like, uh, sir, uh, what are we doing here? Like based on our analysis, I don't know. So this is the ultimate detective game, right? And you're oh. you're trying to figure out what's going on while you yourself don't even know what's going on with you. And then here's the thing where it gets deep. They've got your you have like, okay, so it's this is hardcore RPG, Maddie. You got all these skill sets. Speaking my Bro, language. This is you. This is you. Everything is like, you know, you got your personality, strength, your motorics, but they got different subcategories of each thing. Intellect, psychology, the way you handle, the way you perceive things, the way you they got a stat to how you visualize murder scenes. Bro, you can mid-max and do all your stuff, right? Okay. Now the thing about it is each one of these 20-something about personality skills has their own voice acted personality 
So it's like your conscious speaking to you. Let me give you an example. You have this one called electrochemistry. Electro, remember, you yourself are low key like an addict, right? Yeah. So yeah. you go in a crime scene. <laughs> so you looking over the crime scene, your, your partner's talking to you, whatever, whatever. And then, like, you know, they'd be like, oh, they, you see like four beer bottles or whatever, whatever. And they'd be like, we see that beer bottle. No mm. one's. He talk. Your conscious is talking. No and this talking. is like unique to the build. Yes, I like that. And then like, I like that. No, no one's gonna see if you if you take that for later. You know how we do with this alcohol. Okay. <laughs> your okay. game is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So you got all oh, that going on. I love that. It's it's really like I said. It's 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 fully. Now here's the, the only negative. If you're a guy that likes combat, this is not the combat game mm-hmm. so far that I've experienced. Because I've been able to outer worlds it. And have my skills and other things to avoid contact and, and mm-hmm. the way I con- conversate. But yo, thoroughly addicted, so much fun, and it's the mystery: what is going on, and skill checks. And then you have to come back. You can use items, and like I said, you're literally a broke down on his luck detective in a situation trying to figure things out. It's mm-hmm. it's it's excellent. It's excellent. I'm addicted. I, I've stopped everything I'm doing. And I've been playing Disco Elysium. I'm about, I'm I want to play it on Switch because I, yeah, I, I know there's a lot of reading and stuff. And I was thinking, about, I, I always was holding out for the Switch version. Oh, and yeah. I, now could, it's here, I think, this December. Is the I'm only thing at. I'm worried about, find out for me if you get it on the Switch, is there is a ton of text. Even though it's voice acted, there's a ton of text that lets you go back in conversation because everything, you got to pay attention to clues, what people say, mm. and you have to pick the right decisions, right? And okay. and and I just want to see how the text works on that screen. Just right. let me know how that goes. But yeah, Disco Elysium, this thing's amazing, man. Please get on that. Absolutely. I, I, I'm i excited. I've heard only good things about it, but hearing, I, I didn't know that little detail there about how you got almost a consciousness that that's speaking to you, if you will, through your skill yes. set. That's that's unique. That's it's really very unique. good. And whoever, the guy that does that conscious, definitely, I, I, I feel, I don't feel I'm wrong saying, I feel like it's an African-American brother mm-hmm. and he's so good. Just what mm-hmm. he does, those skills things. And then you have your own personal thing. And I love the guy um, who's your partner, who's helping you out on the case. He's very straight laced and he's excellent. It's so good. There's so many characters. It's so good, man. Really good. Check it out. I can't wait to hear more about it. Like once you finish it and everything. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm like maybe 15, 20 hours in. I've been Oh, you've been okay, you got blazing. Yeah, you've gotten to work. Everything stops. Disco Lisa right now. Yeah, I love that. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, let's get into our warm-up questions because we have a pretty loaded news week. Nielsen Chapman's our first one. What's up, fellas? With Xbox having its share of RPGs, shooters, and other big-budget titles, I hope we see Fusion Frenzy return. Nintendo is constantly releasing Mario Party games, and Fall Guys was a huge success, so there is a market for this style of game. Is there a chance we see the great mini games return, or is it wishful thinking on my part anyway? Have a great day. I had to bring this one in here, right? This is a little bit of personal bias, but I Let's had go. to, because I saw that they were doing another Mario Party game, and I was thinking to myself, 
why is Xbox just sitting on Fusion Frenzy, man? Like now is the time, right? With yeah. with online gaming, Twitch streaming, co-op yes. all being so big, bring back the party game that Preach. is definitive to your Preach. platform. Fusion Preach. Frenzy, the first one at least. I haven't played the second one, I'll be mm -hmm. honest. But the first one, I will stand by. I think that's better than any Mario Party game I've ever played. Ooh. I'm sorry. Talk it's just the personality of that game. The mini games are so fun. Like I stand by it. Fusion Frenzy is the best party game. Yeah. Try it out. It's on Game Pass. Yes. Try it out. It's a really good time. Even single player. That's the thing. Yeah. Even single player. It's really, really fun. Give it a look. Fusion Frenzy, check it out. Here's the thing. Completely agree. I gotta I gotta speak to an OG though. Mm. And we're talking about party games. We're talking about, and what's pissing me off is Xbox was doing something and it's time what was iconic in this space. And I'm talking about all my OGs know one versus 100, bro. Have you ever played that, Maddie? No. Oh, Maddie don't know about the one versus 100, bro. No, what is this? What? Yo, <laughs> let me tell you, this was an experiment and 360 early 360 days all the 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 birth of online right it was literally you tuned it was like a literally 100 of your avatars in this room is an online thing and there was like a qualifier and it was like think of think like jeopardy questions and, and okay. basically it was done all online and everybody would be able to qualify to get in then when you you get on the show and basically you they, they would have these trivia questions and you'd have to answer and basically it's like a knockout round so it's literally 100 people in the room right real people and it was a game show host that was a host like let's say they played the equivalent of a person to be like an alex trebek mm -hmm. and he's like all right guys dude and it was a it was a scheduled show and you'd show up week, with your avatar you'd show up with your avatar That's every cool. week on xbox live Bro, it was the greatest thing they've ever done. They've never brought it back. I don't know what happened to it, why it went away. It went wow. on for a, a long time. And you tune in every week because you want to get on Yo. the show. All right, hear me out. Break Imagine if they did that, but they tied it to the Microsoft Rewards program. Oh, there you go. Thinking great again. What? Like, dude, that Dang. is that that sells itself. Bro, that one, sells itself. Ask the OG Duke himself, Ryan McCaffrey. He knows about this, man. One versus 100 was a movement. And you could win oh, real dude. prizes, <laughs> which they could definitely tie to reward points. It was trivia. It, again, it, 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 was like, it was like a knockout round. The, the, the survivors left. And as right. you got down to that, who was that 100? It, bro, and it was a time. You had, you had to quickly think of your answers. And they got progressively harder with the mm. trivia. It was so Is good. It, wasn't there a game that um, people got on their phones where it would be like a live game show every Tuesday I want to say it was and people would sign up and the deeper you got you'd win money at the end and mm -hmm. everyone gradually fell off I don't know what it's called someone in the audience can remind me but it was a phenomenon for a while it was this app that people would okay. sign on to what was it called it app. sounds like the same thing. It might, there's might be, yeah, money. it might be one versus one hundred. I don't know if there was an app equivalent at the time, but it was definitely. Oh, this some... is this was recent. That's oh, like, this, this is re oh, you talk about some yeah. recent. Oh, this yeah, I don't recent. know. Recent, yeah, I okay. can't, I can't remember what what it was, but man, mm -hmm. I remember like my buddies would just stop playing games and be like, "Yo, it's time for whatever," and they really? like sign on to it and try to win, and what? and they'd be like, "Yo, I got this deep this time." Yeah, it was a big thing. I, I don't think it's active anymore, but. It was a huge deal for a while. It reminds me of that. Yeah, we got. They got to bring it back. They they they're sitting on a gold mine. They created the space. They need to bring it back. Mm. Number two goes to Alex Kilgore. Hey Duke boys, 
So we all saw the Halo Infinite campaign reveal trailer. It looks amazing. And even with some of my gripes, see Chris Raygun's Twitter on Halo. I am excited for it to come out. I like and dislike the new direction of an open world Halo, but it got me thinking, what original Xbox IP would you like to see get the open world treatment that Halo has gotten? For me, I think Ninja Gaiden would be a great option to get an open world upgrade. It could be the Xbox version of Ghost of Tsushima, but more difficult, man. That's one way to sell us. I hope you guys have a wiping your behind without a bidet kind of day. That's all you, bro. That's all you, bro. That's all him, man. No, that's all you, I'm saying. That's all you. That's (laughs) all you. Yeah. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You try to promote your product. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is a good fit, yeah? No doubt, no doubt. Shout out to Alex, man. Um, I think he stole it. Yeah, Ninja Gated. I mean, that's a big deal for Xbox to have an exclusive during the OG days. And, oh, yeah, I would love love a ninja game in the open you know world kind of thing just to check it out but um yeah i mean we'll talk about the the, the halo campaign later but yeah i mean he pretty much stole as it as the ninja guy like yeah i, can't I, get much say, I figured that. that'd be your answer yeah i cannot get much better than that, that that's amazing what about you i uh i was thinking again i know i've been crusading for this for a while but i was thinking when i saw this and uh hear me out i was thinking banjo to some extent okay. now maybe this is an original xbox ip but i was thinking banjo because I look at Mario Odyssey and it's this open level collectathon. And it's interesting because it was so popular, it did so well. Number one, Nintendo has yet to do a sequel for it. Mm. But also, no one's really followed in their footsteps in its entirety, right? You see Balan Wonder World or whatever the hell it's called, yeah. which, uh, <sighs> but, you know, beyond that, we haven't really seen much. And mm. I, I think like Xbox, again, is just leaving this IP dormant that they need to get on, whether it be a remake, uh, something along those lines. Uh, And I I think Banjo just fits too many molds for these types of things. Because again, Halo Halo wouldn't be my pick. You know, I think, you know, I wouldn't pick Blinks the Time Sweeper. (laughs) As much as I would love to, I don't know if that would be my selection, right? But um, again, I know Banjo doesn't technically fit that mold, but I, I just think it's one that they could wedge into an open world style treatment like we're seeing with Halo, where it's like it's, kind of open but it's not like full open world uh akin to like horizon zero dawn where i feel like they could wedge that ip in there and, and do something along those lines without feeling too forced yeah no, i feel you man i totally agree no problems with it all right let's move on to number three full metal mccoy i said we talk a little bit more about guardians hi duke man give it to me straight now that guardians of the galaxy is out if i buy this bullshit will they make deus ex 3 thanks and i have a rolled my ankle yesterday and can't walk today kind of weak Ooh, hurt. Mm, been it there hurt. been yeah, there I defer, to, I defer to you brother i mean like i said you 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 were laying it down you know as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. listen if a game's good or decent i'm gonna support but um yeah i mean guardians unlike maddie i watched a movie and didn't fall asleep <laughs> And um, <laughs> look, man, you know, this is a good argument with uh, shout out to my boy Kaibatsu. He listens to Defining Duke more than ILP, putting on putting on blast. Mm-hmm. But um, he's a huge Guardians fan. And, you know, one thing about Guardians, the reason why people like it, including Maddie's girl, is that <laughs> it is it's basically a ragtag you don't know name. See, I know them because I'm cosmic. I'm a surfer dude. They're yeah. in the cosmic universe. So I know yeah. all of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what it is, is the reason why that movie is great. People will love it is because they got you to care about characters you do nothing about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what it is. So for me, the way Maddie described, you described it 
it seems like it's following the tropes of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Everything you talk about, the cool little music, fun tones, ha, ha, ha. And then it gets serious and then we got to get busy and stuff like that. So I'm willing to try it. Plus, yeah, like if we support it, it does well. And like I said, for the most part, the reviews are solid. Some of the same even great. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, maybe we can get that, you know, Day of Sex 3, you know? Because that's that's our boys, right? Those are our idols, right? Yeah, yeah, that's them. And, um... I am of the mindset that no matter how this one goes, they will make a sequel. Not even because, okay. by the way, just to make it clear, I don't think they really sequel bait at the end at all. That's one okay. of the things I liked about the game. They wrap nice. it up nice and tight, feels nice. good. It's like, okay, it's done, and there's room for more. But if yeah. it were to end there completely, they did what they set out to do, which mm-hmm. is, I think, always a sign of a good story, that right. they had something they wanted to tell. I just think, though, that... Uh, they would love to do another Deus Ex game, but it's like, got to look at it realistically. Now they're doing four-day work weeks. It's like, they got to make that time when they're in the yeah. office count, right? They got to be working on stuff that they know is going to work. And I think knowing you're going to work on Marvel IP makes so, makes the choice to go to four-day work weeks a little easier. Because yeah. again, you know there's going to be money rolling into that studio. I just don't know how else to put it other than that. You know, Not that they're not doing it for the well-being of their staff, but I think there are business decisions that are sitting yeah. behind that and i think if they're gonna work on deus ex again not that deus ex isn't popular but i just mm-hmm. think if they know hey we're gonna keep working with marvel we're gonna keep doing stuff with this we're gonna maybe they do an expansion dlc who knows they can they can safely make that decision for their staff yeah uh, whereas if they were going to their more obscure stealth rpg franchise i don't know yeah. i just I, I don't know if you'll get Deus Ex by buying this. Quite Got frankly. you. I see what you're saying. You don't think they're, they're nest, they're, there's a correlation per se? No, I think, I again, yeah, what I was trying to say, and maybe I was failing to do so, is with their commitment to four-day work weeks, I think it's because they have Marvel and money, and mm. they can they can they feel comfortable doing so. Or if they Got were going to move to Deus Ex after this, I don't know. Again, just speculation on my behalf. Uh, but I, I don't think they they directly tie together unless they have multiple studios and they're working on a ton of projects. But I think they're going to stick with Guardians because it seems to have worked out. They seem to care about it. Yeah. Uh, they did a good job with it. And I think there's a lot of room to grow. There was some pains with this entry that I think can easily be remedied in a sequel for sure. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Number four goes to. Wait, that's actually strange. What's up? This is the first time this has ever happened to me. What's up? What you got? Alex Kilgore got me, man. He he, he got two. He, he got two. It. He got two. <laughs> this will be the only time this happens because there's no going back. Never do this again, Alex. Never do this again. I'm laying the foot yeah. down. We gotta put it down. Alex yeah. Alex tried to slip past the defenses. Yeah. He and he did, bro. He got onto the field. He got onto the field. <laughs> he ran onto the field. He's yeah. streaking. He's yeah. streaking, right? <laughs> All right. Alex, congratulations. You're here twice. Watch, he's in like the final five questions. I'm going to check out for this one. Check out. <laughs> yeah, I got to make sure I didn't fuck up that bad. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. Shout out to Alex, though, hustling. <laughs> All right, Alex. Here you go. Mm. Hey, Dukes. So I have a question that could be a potential warm up question. Yeah, he's acting. See the way he wrote. <laughs> he he's acting he's like, doing. yeah. He's acting like, yeah, this wasn't the second time he wrote something. That's hilarious. <laughs> if the LSM family played in the Squid Games, who would win? You can choose or include extended family in ILP, Last Word, Snark Tape, Hand Radio, etc. Mm. Hope you have an umbrella honeycomb piece kind of day. <laughs> Ooh, Squid Games. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of competition. A lot of competition. Mm-hmm. You got Last Stand Media Fam. 
You know what I'm saying? A, a, a lot, a lot of big brains on this, on that squad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then I got, I got my IOP fam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, then we got, you know what I'm saying? He got ham radio out here. Yeah. I can't sleep on my last word, boys. Too though. Ian, it's hard, man. Because you got the offense, the defense. You need to think. What you, what you thinking? What you thinking? I think Dustin is an underrated yes. pick for uh, for a winner. And the reason I say that is I feel like Dustin is devious. Yes. Just underneath it all. I think I think Shadow he's Broker. got something to hide, right? Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. Shadow broke. He don't let all that, you know, boy, adorable boy face stuff mm-hmm. fool you. That, he, yeah. he get busy. He get busy. Yeah. He's on the one. And I feel like he'd be the guy. It's like me and him, last dude standing. He's like, yeah, bro, I got you. Here's what we're going to do to win. You know, we're like one stride away from winning. Off yes. I go, just shoves me down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm dead. He he wins because he just wanted to win by himself. I could see yes. Dustin pulling some action like that. I would have give two shout outs. I want to give ILP shout outs. Solve is extremely deep. Don't let again. <laughs> it's the quiet, nice ones. Those be the ones mm-hmm. that you gotta watch. Like I put him in that bag. Attic is just straight up. He, he we can't. We got an emoji for him called Attic's World. It's all about him. He don't care about nobody else. Yep. So I already know he naturally is gonna fit. And then um, I just want to get some honorable mentions. He's too nice. I love I love Ivantis. He's just too nice. I don't I, I think he ain't gonna survive. <laughs> I love E. E, I love you, but you just such a nice guy that I don't know if this world is built for you. <laughs> and um but Travis, shout out to Ty Guy Travis. Yeah, yeah. T- t- Travis Travis to fit well there. And mm. then look, you know, we got us. We gotta we gotta talk about us within, you know, yeah. what you call last day of media and stuff like that, but yeah, this is this is tough because it, it, it's different personality. What about what about him? What's yeah, going I was gonna on? say my my co-host Kobe Paul Lombardo, Let's go. short guy, skinny, mm-hmm. uh, anxious dude. I don't know if I I don't know if Paul's making it deep. I, yeah. I you know he's a smart guy, smart, smart. as shit. But same thing with Ibantis. But, but I don't like, know if he go. But does he has the the physicality to get through the Squid Games? I think Paul's an early death. I think I think he's an early death in Squid Games. Yeah, I love you. I think you're early death too. He has the physicality. He he does, but again, I don't know if he's willing to do those really <laughs> devious, dark. Like he is too nice. So that, that's why I'm gonna go with it. But King, I ain't worried about. King, yeah. I ride or die. We gonna do whatever he gotta do. Yeah, <laughs> yep. so I ain't worried about it. So it is. What about what about Maddie? Maddie. I don't know, man. I, I feel like I'm a good guy. I'm not gonna betray you. Yeah, I'm... see, you go down. <laughs> no, I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> see, I'm a good guy, but people don't understand. Like, I have a like y'all getting the advanced evolved version of Cog, right? Y'all yeah. getting older Cog, very sage, very calm. Wild Cog with the temper, and I can flip. Mm. People know, like, when you be, like people betray or whatever, I can flip. But yes, I would be a nice guy, but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. So you're just you're ruthless in here, right? I got if if these are the stakes, you gotta adapt to the environment, baby. Okay, like, yeah, okay. I, gotta, I respect it. You know what I'm saying? That's I have a competitive thing. edge to me that I don't me think too. a lot of people know about, but uh, I don't know if it's a game of survival. How does that? How, do how you does it translate? Yeah. yeah. How does it translate? I think Colin's an early Colin's death up. too. No, I I think Colin's dead. I think I don't oh, you know. Think he's I, dead? Yeah, I think Colin's dead. I think nah. I think this is a sneaky death. I nah. think. I, yeah, I think he goes down. Like I think he what? he gets confident and then he goes down. He's I like, think Ben I goes down. 
<laughs> ben is out. Ben yeah, is he out. doesn't got a boat in the in the Squid yeah, Game. Yeah, you see it. Listen, what? Colin, listen. If Colin is petty enough to remember what you said five years ago, <laughs> Colin is killing you. No, don't. We're not going to do this to Cobra. I call him Cobra Commander for a reason. Like that man remembers. Like I think of like without yeah. spawn. I think of like episode one of Squid Games, right? Like yes, or is it two? Like they're mm-hmm. you know red light, green light, yeah. and like I'm thinking Colin can't stop on a dime. He's on okay. the elliptical, right? He talks about grinding the elliptical. Those legs aren't getting the motion like a jogger, <laughs> right? Like he's not stopping on a dime in that sand. Okay, like he, and that's he's scene, staggering yes. a little bit, and boom, boom. Okay. that's it. That's it. That's okay. how I look at it. That's right? how you look at it. <laughs> yeah. I just I think the uh, the reason why I can't go. I think the way his mind works. And when the see one thing about Colin, I respect when the stakes are at its highest. Colin rises. He, he performs the best. That's why I can't go against Colin just yet. But I understand your point in that episode. Yeah, he would have looked shaky in that particular part right there. You right there. Yeah, I can't, well, I should mention I've only seen three episodes. So I'm I'm like in this very small bubble of we didn't talk Squid about Ray Game. Gun. We didn't talk about Ray Gun. I feel like Chris gets to the top and kills me. Yeah. I feel like he backstabs me for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I can see it. I can yeah. see it. I, I he, can see he'd it. be the one I'm watching. Like, what you doing? Yeah, what you yeah, doing? yeah. Exactly. Like he, he goes to pat me on the back and like <laughs> like I'm just like, what are you doing? Bro? Oh, like, sorry, Bob and Micah. I just can't. No, don't you know. don't think. I don't think. I don't think she got a, a shout out to her. She had a great her smile is back. too big and bright. Where I feel like she yeah. betrays. I feel really? like she, you, know, yeah. you know what? Maybe I'm sleeping. Maybe maybe, yeah. okay, maybe I I'm feel sleeping. like she's like hi hi yeah got you. Just like that, yeah. <laughs> this, this is a good one. It's a good one. I like, I like this question. Absolutely. Did we forget anyone? Did we forget? We got everybody from Last Stand. I got all my last word. You got your co-host. Yeah. I got. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got I got Attic. I got Katie. I got everybody. I got Saul. All right. Excellently done. No we'll, be, we'll be interested to find out what the audience thinks about yes. picks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Daddy T. Last question before we get into the news. Hi, Dukes. My question is this. A simple one. Have you two ever dropped a defining duke in your lives? By this, I mean, have either of you dropped a shit so good that it was a defining moment in your life? Have a forked piss kind of day. Love you all. Wow. I know Full about that. On. That's crazy. Full <laughs> on. Wow. Daddy T, he, he, he out of control today. He's <laughs> loose. He is so loose right now. The defining deuce. <laughs> yeah, right. Listen. Yeah, yeah. You, you jump it off. Oh, no, 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 no. You go for it. You go for it. You, right. you looked like you were ready to get I was it. Re- you know what it is? You have those moments in life. To me, the worst feeling in life is when you're not home <laughs> and it's about to go down. Yeah. You ever had a helpless feeling? And I'm a very, <laughs> like, you know that feeling where you know you, like, either you driving or you fall away. And yeah. I'm a very, when it comes to handling the deuce, Right, yeah, the defining yeah. deuce. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I'm very particular. I don't like to go to just any old bathroom. I try to scout out the area or scout mm. out the the restroom. Yeah. So yeah, I've had that moment where you're like, yo, it's going down. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> like I'm I'm so out of control, Maddie. I don't even like going to public joints where the dude is right next to you, got the feet on the body. Like, oh, oh. Really? like I'm that ridiculous. I don't oh, okay. want to blow it up. Like I, I got this thing where I don't like to <laughs> blow it up next to somebody. I feel guilty that I blew it up next to yeah. you. I'm just bad. <laughs> I know it's stupid, but you get to that no, moment of panic. Right? Yeah. Right. And it's like, yo, I don't care. Time to it's survive. Time to survive. Otherwise we ain't gonna make it. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? These underwear ain't going to make it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I've had that situation. The funniest one was I never <laughs> thought I'd do this in my life, bro. Like, I was out. I was like, a friend of mine took me to a rugby. He, he played rugby, right? So, this is <laughs> open field. So, I'm watching them, and then my stomach was like, yow. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, no. There's no public nothing around. I'm searching. I'm scouring. And then the <laughs> seedy, messed up little outhouse porta potty joint. Nah. It looks seedy, bro. I looked. I was like, "Cog, oh, you gotta do it, man. You gotta do yes. it. This is now or never." Yeah. And I went in there. God, God bless anybody who came in there after there. Bro, <laughs> I tore that joint up. Something off. You can't. You can't <laughs> change, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was so bad because you know how you blow something up bad and then the yeah. person's waiting outside. You know when you get the knock? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, dude, the knock, the knock's the worst. Bro. <laughs> the knock's the worst. It's like then because it's already enough pressure. The knock is what gives me anxiety. It's like yeah. fuck off. Like fuck off. You, you gonna wait? Yeah, because I don't get it. I was at a restaurant the other yeah, day and go. I was in the bathroom and I was wasn't dropping the defining deuce. I got my story <laughs> my own real quick, but I was just going to the bathroom and 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 this person just knocks on the door and I thought to myself, I'm like. Why in this full restaurant is there a single bathroom and a single toilet? At least two. Mm-hmm. At least two. Why is there one? Uh, yeah, dude. Mine is iconic in let's my favorite. Let's go. Let's go. My, dude, if I want to talk about like the defining moment, a defining yes. moment in my life, I think I was 19 at the time. Let's go. Mind you, this is after the best Mets game in my lifetime. Okay. So okay. it's the one where Wilmer sure. Flores walk off. Against the Nats oh, when he was, was supposed great. to get traded. Yes, the cries and the tears. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Iconic Mets game. For those who are Mets fans, this yes. is like a definitive moment in their run to the World Series in 2015. Yes. yes. So this girl I'm dating at the time takes me to this game, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, so I, I get the hot dog. I get oh, the, yeah. the helmet ice cream. I'm yes. piling it on. City field. Let's go. Short-term thinking, though. What happened? So we're walking great win feeling good we're walking out and you start to like you're getting to the car and you start to feel the bubbling you're like bubble, bubble that's guts. the worst feeling is because you can't stop because i'm yep. already too far from the stadium yep but we're getting to the car mm-hmm. so i get in and my, my mindset is as most men begin on yeah. hold it hold it hold the line yep. you're gonna be fine it's an hour and a half mm-hmm. you're good you're gonna make it right let's go let's go plop in the car sitting yeah. down yeah Still we're driving sick. And you get that feeling again, like, dude, this is not going to end well for me. And I'm in the car with my girlfriend and her sister. Oh no! Right? So and I'm you can't, there. you can't, you can't fart because it could turn into a shard. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You do the shard now, you blow up right. the whole car. They know it's you. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I, I was dating the girl for about three months at this time, oh, so it's I wasn't too comfortable new. It's too, too new. new. Yeah, to be like, yo, pull over. So. <laughs> We're on the highway, and you know I see a. I say to him a couple minutes before I'm like, you know what, I gotta just put it out there. I was like, hey guys, gotta go to the bathroom. Mind stopping? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. They're cool with it. Yeah. So they're driving, mm-hmm. and I point out this Dunkin' Donuts. She almost missed it. Thank God that I pointed out right because Ooh. this is important information. Beyond this Dunkin' Donuts, there was not another stop for many oh god many oh miles god. oh god. so it was here yeah. or nowhere do a die baby right literally Let's i'm not go. even kidding literally so stop at this dunkin donuts it's a it's a drive-through dunkin donuts okay. right so first thing get out of the car i was like hey i'll be right back yeah walk to the dunkin donuts pull 
doors locked. Lights are on. No. Someone's in there. I'm like, oh, no. So I knock. I'm like, can I come in and use the bathroom to the person yes. there? They're saying, go through the drive-thru. I said, I don't need to need order to food. food. I was like, bathroom, right? Yeah. Couldn't understand me. So I'm like, my fuck. So I turn to my left. I'm like, what do I do? I see an outhouse, right? I see a porta potty. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, and so I, you know, I stop at the car real quick. I'm like, doors locked. Gonna go to the outhouse. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, uh, sounds good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go to the outhouse, bro. I'm approaching. I see a padlock on there. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, who does this? Who does this? Who locks it up this tight? I'm like, I feel like God's fucking with me at this yeah. point, right? <laughs> now, Let's as if by magic itself, I look to my right and I mm-hmm. thought I was in a dream world. There is a brick wall mm-hmm. just there right uh-huh. like we're against the woods yes so it's a dunkin donuts the woods there's a random brick wall which by the way <laughs> we passed it earlier this year when i went to a mess game still there really still there talk this, to me. they were gonna build something i think they got one brick wall erected mm-hmm. that was it okay girlfriends parked on one side walk over on my like, hey outhouse is locked gonna go behind the <laughs> wall Will you still tell them what yeah. you're about to yeah, do? Yeah, I'm reporting in because here's I'm the thing. I, at this point, I've mentally committed to something that I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I got to go. do it. Let's and I'm go. like, I got to keep them keep them off my back here. Yeah. This, this is yeah, about to be. Yeah, because they're going to hit you with the status. So what's going on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the status checks. Right. So, yeah. so go behind this wall. I pace a little bit. I'm like, am I going to do this right now? What are you going to do about paper, though? Yeah, I go for it, right? I go for it. And I had to use grass, Cog. I had to use grass. <laughs> Bro. Now, two parts of this story are horrendous. Number one. What's going on? Now, Daddy T, he was like, yes. what's the defining moment? This was it. I'll always remember this moment, right? What's going on? So as I'm finishing up, pants are coming up. I'm yeah. just finished pulling them up. Yeah. I see the nose of her car start peeking around no! the car. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I'm telling you, if I paced for a second longer, when I was walking back and forth, I thought about this a moment longer and she checked up on me. That would have been the most uncomfortable moment of my life. I would have been like a deer in the headlights sitting there just squatting over by a fucking brick wall. Like, yo, what's up? There's my girlfriend. Hell yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on. You're leaving out major details, bro. What? Okay. There's, okay, let's go. You got, wait, wait. Grass. So there was grass there that we, uh, this is the Charmin. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Charmin. Yeah. I and plucked that grass hand, out. What like, about the hand sanitization situation? <laughs> Bro, okay. You, did I know you it's like, going to sound like I'm fibbing here, but yeah. I grabbed a huge clump where it was like no hand. Oh, okay, no hand. So you got so much grass. Yeah. Bro, and then I, then I tore gra- it up. I, when I say tore up, I mean I tore up the grass. What's the feel, though? <laughs> What's the it, grass? What's the not, feel of that? Not pleasant. Not pleasant. <laughs> it, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a little too slick where you, you're like, I'm not catching enough here, right? Oh, like, I'm no. not catching enough here. But I'm like, no. I got to make it work. Here's the worst part. Not the mud butt. So, yeah, literally. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, again, I'm like, I'm trying my best, but I'm like, I got to like keep this timely. I'm, I'm calculating, right? Yeah. So she pulls around the corner. I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, you were taking a little bit. I, by the way, I was definitely not. I was but definitely first of all, not. First, I got I to gotta come for her. Yeah. Why is she driving up yeah. on the bathroom? Nah. Yeah. yeah. Nah. She With got her sister. On the field With for her, her sister, right? That I is so in, impatient. That is a flag. That man is doing a <laughs> sacred duty. And you going to drive up. Even, let's say you was in the house. What was supposed to happen? She's driving. Yeah. going to put the headlights on the outhouse. Yeah. You, <laughs> she right. put the I'm on. sitting there like <laughs> squatting over like, what's up? Yeah, what's, what's up? up? Like, it was yeah, that's a violation. So, yeah, that was absolutely <laughs> violation, right? 
We're not together anymore. So yeah. <laughs> I see why she pulled yeah. up on bathroom. Are you dead yet? <laughs> oh yeah. my god. So then I get in the car and I'm worried, right? I'm like, dude, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I use the grass. I'm like, we're here for another hour, and I, what if I stink? Like, the alone yeah, yeah, I'm just sitting there like, but what am I gonna do, man? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I sit there, I tighten my legs. I give no room for for breath. Like I don't adjust my seat. Like nothing will seep through. That's my theory yes, here. Yes. I'm like, okay, hopefully this works out. What's I'm sitting there. There's more now. Not not for. I don't know if the, I ended up being a story in the household. They just didn't say anything. I think Uh-oh. I got away clean at the end of the night because her sister, mm-hmm. of course, decides to lie down in the car. She flattens the passenger seat. So she is head level now with my ass. Yes. And I'm just yes. sitting there like. She's parallel to the yeah. ass. She was there the whole ride. So in my yeah. head, I'm like, you smelled something, man. Yeah, like, yeah, you're, yeah. You good, you good, you good. You're adjusting. You're at least Yeah, yeah, you good, you good, you good. Right. Good, yeah. That's my thought process. I don't care anymore, right? We're, we're, we're done with that chapter. Yeah, we're done with but, that. Yeah. But that was the other part. I was sitting there just like, again, tight. Like, don't mm-hmm. move a muscle. Don't, <laughs> don't move a muscle. Yeah, right? But cheeks all clenched. Yeah, completely <laughs> clenched. Like I was locked up like Fort Knox, bro. Nothing was happening. So salute to you. This is I cannot even surpass, even think to surpass that story. That is the greatest <laughs> story. I've never heard anything like that. I salute to your bravery. Salute to your ingenuity. Yeah, shout out to the brick wall, man. Shout Seriously. out to the brick wall. The, bri- the brick wall iconic, mm-hmm. man. Again. They some I look at the butterfly effect. If they didn't decide to erect like probably a gas station there and go, you know what, never mind. And they never what if they wiped out that brick wall is what I think of. I think about this, right? I'm not even trying to be dramatic for the show. I think about this. I'm like, what if that brick wall wasn't there? What if someone decided not to put that building up? That was put there for me. That was there for my (laughs) moment. (laughs) Yeah. That was there for me in my moment. Is how I look at it. Incredible. 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 Oh, this is great. Great. What are the go go defining duke stories of all time? Absolutely. Thank you, Daddy T, for writing in. Yes, Hope yes. you all appreciated that. Watch our, our, our viewer count. Just, oh, viewer count. Just, just, <laughs> what did he say? I don't need to hear this. Listen, man. This is classic. But all I'm going to say is I was listening to Sacred Symbols in the car. Mm-hmm. I was driving home from my girlfriend's house. And, you know, they're, they're talking about God of War on PC, you know, Colin, Chris, yeah. Dustin. They're all engaged it in is. conversation. Colin just breaks up and goes, hold up, got a oh, fart. Got a and fart. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and Ben boosts it. So boosts you can. It. <laughs> yes, I heard it. They, they put it up on Twitter. They put yeah. it up on Twitter. I was yeah. dying. <laughs> I was too. I was just like, yo. <laughs> I was just driving home too. I was like, what the fuck did I just hear? So, y'all can tolerate that. Yes. Yes. I think, I, I think I'm allowed this, I think this we one good. legendary I th- tab. I think we good. This we'll is legendary. See, we'll see though. We'll see if I'm getting defensive in advance. All right. <laughs> on to the news now. What you're really here for. Woo. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Halo Infinite's campaign's yeah. finally been re-revealed. Let's toss it over to Let's Gary Diaz. Hello, Lord Matthew and Mr. Coggy Plays. Halo campaign teaser has finally been unleashed upon the world, and Microsoft has certainly delivered the goods, visually with the pilot and environments especially looking good after the particularly upgraded compared to the reveal. I saw our boy on Chris, uh, I saw our boy Chris, the number one Halo advisor, Raygun, mention on Twitter. 
He still has concerns about the potential far cryification of the gameplay loop and the lack of biome diversity. Do you share his concerns? Are we being honey-dicked by the new shiny visuals and missing the bigger underlying issues? So let's start there. For those who don't know, surprise, surprise, it's Sunday night at 8 p.m. You and I are both doing our thing, and they're like, we're dropping campaign gameplay at 9 a.m. Be yes. up for it. Be there. Six-minute campaign overview. We get to see pretty much the same forest biomes, open-world structure, some quests, upgrade trees. We're going to talk about all of that, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you said before the show you had some thoughts on, yeah, I got on the some style thoughts on that. of the reveal here. Let's, yeah, let's I got dive it, I into that get, real quick. Let's get to it. Okay, so here's my thing, right? First of all, I'm never going to be not excited for a Halo Infinite campaign reveal, mm, right? Mm. So this was a huge surprise on two levels. One, like you said, eloquently to set it up, you know, it's Sunday night. I, you know, I finished ILP. Like, Sundays is my decompressed day. I just prepped all for ILP now. ILP's over. I did my promo. Now yeah. it's football Sunday. Yeah. Where the homies at, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. I go to the sports bar. I watch a couple of the afternoon and the evening games. Mm-hmm. So by, I'm, I'm done. I'm mentally. Gaming is not where I'm at right now. I'm just yeah. chilling. And Attic hits me. He's like, yeah. Halo. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, on a Sunday night. So I'm like, oh, okay. They're going to let us know mm-hmm. about a reveal next week. Or, yeah. you know, at the anniversary, which me and you were guessing. So I'm like, wait a minute. what? When is it? Monday, 9 a.m. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, th- this is so... I'll try to wrap my head around it. I was just like, it just felt so random. Because here's my thing. I said, there's one of two things here. I said, one, this campaign is not going to look good. And they just, because why, listen, this is Halo Infinite, y'all, right? Mm-hmm. Why, this is your biggest IP. This is the holiday, right? Why do you not take advantage of the new cycle, build the hype, right? So yeah. I said, I had two trains of thoughts. One, it's trash, and they want to hurry up and get it told, right? right? Or two, And this is going to go with me and you, Maddie, me and you've always said, regardless to whatever happens, not that we wishing anything bad, but we both agree that this campaign is coming in hot on some levels, right? On some levels, no forge, no this, no that, no, no, no co-op. You know what I mean? Now, no ray tracing, right? Mm -hmm. No launch, which was supposed to be at launch a year ago. It's still not in launch. So there's still little, little signs to show us that they're trying to get through. Now, how I internalized the opposite side was I was like, okay, what would make them on a Sunday night say, yo, it's coming out and it's coming out tomorrow. And this is, again, this, I have no inside information, but this is my theory. I'm running with this. Okay. My theory is they're behind the eight ball, three, four, three on getting this thing ready to rock. Right. Okay. Saturday night or Sunday rolls around. It feels to me, it feels like, yo, it's ready. Finally, so Microsoft Battle, oh, it's right. Finally, we're supposed to been had this joint out. Yeah, put it yeah. out. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Why not build up the? You know, what I mean, the marketing blitz. This is they want it out ASAP, right? They wanted it out ASAP. So that's why I said it's one or Good two thought. things going. So one of them being that okay, what they say? All right, it's ready. It's like a, you're like a teacher coming to see your homework. Is it ready? Okay, let me see. Mm-hmm. Oh, this looks good. Let's mm-hmm. get this out. So, anyways, now back to where we at. Look. I liked it. I liked it. I, I did like it. Sandbox looked fun. 
everything with the multiplayer sandbox that we saw gave me confidence in the single player sandbox. You know, what I did like is I liked the conf- first of all, I do like the banish as an enemy type. Yeah. I like the confrontational aspect. I like the little um I disagree with Ray Gun. He doesn't like the the way the cutscenes come in for in the um, you know, the one on one battle kind of thing. I like that. I, I like that whole epic nature of it. Um, yes, there seems to be the the field base Far Cry thing that I know a lot of people outposting, a lot of people might not like. Mm-hmm. So now here's the weird thing, and I gotta call fraud on myself. I don't usually like open world style games. I'm fatigue. I have fatigue, right? Yeah, yeah. But this is new to Halo. And part of me is like, I want to see how that is, you know, mm-hmm. taking over the stronghold and stuff like that. But look, you know, my brief impressions was, look, I, I'm liking it. I, I felt that I, I, I see a little bit of the direction where they're going. And um, like I said, oh, in your video, because I saw you an excellent video, by the way. So Thank Mr. Batty Plays YouTube channel, please subscribe, Thank like, and subscribe, you. y'all. Wow. Yes, absolutely great, because I did, I wanted to hear your thoughts pr- prior. One thing I liked, I know this is a little thing when you see the skill thing where it's like you got all the different versions of the, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. to me, this is where they won for me. And I'm biased. They could okay. do no wrong after this. Oh, this is the way they could do no wrong for me. I don't care what happens now. One of my wow. hardest okay. things to let go from Halo 5 was that boost. Yeah. Was that boost. Oh, the thrusters. And I saw thrust on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I lost it. I was like, yo, it's, it's like they spoke to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, Carl, we know you like it. It's not in the multiplayer, but Chief could do it. Then I saw the, the, the dash with the invisibility and he had the hand. Yeah, the like, upgrades. Oh, let's yeah. go. So I, I like just like the idea of a customizable Master Chief, even though it may not be a robust system, you mm-hmm. know. And the last point, and I'll give it to you. The last point I'll say sure. is the only thing I am concerned is I don't want it to be an Assassin's Creed situation where you unlock the joint Master Chief diving off the top. No, he ain't going to dive yeah, off the top. Yeah. But you know what I mean? <laughs> you know the big circle, the, the Ubisoft of formula. Course. And I, I get that. But I, I guess the reason why I'm not too worried is because I have questions. I'll let you go because I'm, I'm rambling. But... I'm not too worried only for the fact that I'm just, it's new to him. It's new to the chief universe, but they got to execute. I'm dying to hear what you got to say. Cause I know you just played Far Cry. Yeah. You just went through that. So man, your thing is completely different. Like I've yeah. been away from open world, <laughs> so I don't have as much as the fatigue as you, but you just been there. Please talk to me how you feeling about this thing. Yeah. After coming off of Far Cry 6 and, and hammering it, like I'm not about checklist open world mm-hmm. games. That said, one thing I said in my Far Cry review for those who listen closely. Yes. That said, it's really not an issue of there being checklists in open worlds because like Spider-Man PS4 was checklist open world. Yes. But it's how you go about it, like how you can play with those systems. So I'm not really worried about Halo because of the sandbox nature of the game that we've seen in the multiplayer that we have seen briefly here in the campaign overview. I'm not really concerned about the checklist open world because going about it will be fun. Um, And some will argue with me, well, well, Far Cry 6 goes about it in a fun way. But Far Cry 6, you crouch. It's the same thing. You crouch through the grass. You shoot a bunch of broken AI in the head. Everyone one-shot kills. It's boring as shit. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Halo Infinite, we saw the ways that they were grapple-shotting into the silos, throwing grenades, the the upgrades, the pulling a, a gravity hammer to yourself, beating up a brute, or I'm sorry, a banished. Like, just there's um, there's a level of dynamic, kinetic gameplay yes. on display 
that makes those completions a little more fun, I think, and I separates agree. it from the pack. It's the same way, again, with Spider-Man PS4. It's like you go to the tower, you use your phone to do this Batman Arkham-style minigame where you do a, a, a synchronization, your map gets dotted, but guess what? The free-flow combat is fucking untouchable in that game. It's so good. The mixture of gadgetry and web-slinging, it's incredible. The traversal from point A to point B is really good. So while you're doing the same things that you would in a Ubisoft game, it's how you approach them that makes the difference. It's not really the structure, the template of the content. Good to point. me, that's the issue. So I'm good not point. worried, really. Good point. I'm not. My biggest worry Let's go. is biome diversity. Yes, I, I agree think with you. that is the one that I don't mind the checklist open stuff. But when I was going through Combat Evolved, man, snow levels. Snow levels. You gotta have them. You gotta I have agree. the rainy I levels. Agree. And they talked about Deadlands, War-Torn Lands. There was a clip that Chris Raygun shared on his Twitter account. I'm sure a lot of people have already seen it who listened mm -hmm. to our show. Yes. But it was uh, from a number of months ago. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how the forest region is the main biome. And then they have sub-biomes right. in caves and again they mentioned the deadlands war-torn mm -hmm. lands all this stuff where mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like we're gonna get that desert mission right you know where it doesn't sound like we're gonna I get agree. that because I they're agree. they're not stretching us across a couple of self-contained missions they're doing one big open area mm -hmm. that's where i struggle the most because yes. there is a feel I, again i was bathing in nostalgia last night as i played combat evolve assault in the control room is my favorite halo mission ever so mm -hmm. there is some bias there but always, I will remember exiting that door from that base where you're quietly meleeing all the grunts. You come out, you see the wraith shot going across the top like a fucking rainbow. They're mm -hmm. shooting these marines that are based in the corner. You yes. see the, the the warthog flipped over, and you're like, this is huge and open. Mm -hmm. I want that moment in Halo Infinite so bad. I cannot I put it into words. And so to me, that will be the biggest stinging point is if they do not switch up these biomes enough. Completely agree. That was the part that you said and that Chris said, the, it was my concern. Cause I was like, after a while, the jungly, whatever, whatever, you know, is going to get redundant as far as a scenic backdrop. My only hope is that we do know Halo Infinite is this, they call it the 10 year play, right? Now I'm gonna bring you into my destiny world. <laughs> what my goal, my guess is, is if there's gonna be a contained story that we're gonna complete, right? But if that biome stuff is added additionally as we go on and it evolves and that this is the initial one you see what i'm saying yeah. and yeah. that's my hope because remember this is a new way they're doing halo it's not the traditional you know level this level that level this right. like it's this sandbox this play thing and we're going to have different little areas in it but that's where i'm i'm thinking that we'll probably get that but it is a legit concern because i'm with you i do want biome diverse it feels good to like you said to get a snow level to mm. get a desert to get different things and so you you feel like you're in these different areas and stuff like that but i'm it also brought the ring to life yeah. that's the thing yeah. it, it, it made it feel like a place but i'm with you you said it well too where the reason why I'm not worried about the open world Far Cry Ubisoft stuff in this is because the manipulation in the sandbox is so creative. You know what I mean? That mm -hmm. it really, you can attack things from so many different ways and the grappler hook and all that stuff. And I'm going to be honest, for me, I'm a big boss encounter guy. 
And I liked when they showed that. What is it? The the Spartan killer with the thing yeah, and yeah. the shit. Like I I like those moments where someone's talking extra strong to Master mm, Chief. Like mm. yo, you failed. You you you're not something of the future. She knocked him out. I was like yo. Yeah, like yeah. I like those epic things. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, when I saw and then that part where you saw the baddest come down the elevator and he's talking to weapons. She's like, is that a friend? He's like, no. And, was, mm, and then he starts mm. running. Like I like big boss epic, bombastic confrontations with cinematic flair, mm-hmm. which I like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in right now. They got to execute still. We got to get it. But what I saw was like, yo, you know. Now, graphically, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, my God, it's the greatest looking thing I've ever seen. I'm not going to go there. Mm-hmm. But for it being Halo, with the changes that they needed to execute, they needed to get people excited I looked at the reactions. We did a lot of reactions with the Lord. It was mostly positive, bro. I, I, like 80 to 90% yeah. of my time. I don't know if you saw Benji sales. He had the metrics, the likes, the dislike ratio. Yeah, yeah, did, I did that. Bro, it is well. Because I was worried. I'm like, well, I'm biased because I'm a Combat Evolve guy, and I like Halo. So I'm in. But I was curious for people who are non-Halo guys or on the fence, and it seems they... Seems yeah, they, a yeah. lot of people who are on the fence seem to really like the direction they're going in. I, I a lot of people were worried and, and compared it to Far Cry. Let's go. I just want to offer this train of thought here. I did say this in my video, so I apologize if it sounds repetitive for those who watch, but I think it's a really important thing to mention, which is Coalition's helping 343 out a lot with this game. It's now more apparent than ever they are in on this game because play Gears 5 or check out Gears 5. And if you're worried about the way that this game world is structured, I'm not saying it's going to be one-to-one, right? but if you're worried about how it's structured and you want a taste test, or a look and feel on how content will be handled, look at Gears 5. Yeah. They took a page out of that playbook like no other. It is yeah. identical in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Just give it one look. It seems like they have more side activities in the map in Halo yeah. uh, that can be handled in, in a more, I guess, Far cry e way. But when it comes to the way content's handled and the hubs and the story, it just mm-hmm. seems... Like they really followed the the path laid out by the coalition, yeah. Uh, which I think was a smart thing because it was a system that worked, but it needed a little bit more tinkering. Mm-hmm. Which this looks like a more fine tuned version yeah. of that. And I want to shout, I want to shout out the uh, the campaign guys because I know. Listen, I've been on them. I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to backtrack. I'm still on them. They still got to execute multiplayer. I've always been confident, but this is a big moment for them. You know, they've been beat up. And shout out to Craig in the makeover. He got shout yeah. out Craig is out he's here looking styling. Good. Looking good. You know what I'm saying? Got a little mohawk. You know, yeah. he's looking good, man. He's looking good out here. You know, and they've been through a lot. So to see them, you know, execute that and, and, and get the reception. I know had to feel good, but I'm still of the mindset that this thing came in hot. I'm not backing mm-hmm. down off that. You know what I'm saying? And because again, you don't put out this bigger trailer this last minute and rush it out the door. You ba- basically, a lot of the base didn't, some people didn't even know Halo was being revealed because they were up Sunday night or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So they, I, I, I still feel like they're coming in hot. But look, we'll see what happens, man. But it's good to see the, the story and the campaign get some love that that was cool to see they kept a lot of details close to their chest though which i thought was interesting they didn't really tell us anything new about the story we learned about for example the spartan killer the thing that's like beyond the forerunners Mm -hmm. some interesting things there but those seem more like side activities yes they when it came to the main story again it was cortana's missing 
Mm-hmm. This AI was created to lock her down. You've got her, which we saw in the last trailer. Yes, I You're agree. here to figure yes. that out. The banished are here. They've yep. taken over their Zeta Halo, Zeta Halo ring. And um, yeah, yeah, same, same story as last time. Yeah, still, still close very to close. They, they, they still have to finish this thing out, you know, in that regard. So, no, I'm with you. I'm definitely, I'm definitely with you on that. Yeah, and I'm kind of happy about that because I feel so... Here's the thing, right? It could Let's be go. because of the story being bad. It could be a response to... Halo 5's campaign marketing, which was completely misleading. Yes. Could be a mixture of those two together. But what I'm hoping for, and it's just a hope, mm-hmm. is that they've recognized that nowadays video game marketing spoils everything. Yes. And I mean everything. You can go into a game and not be surprised by it, no matter how much you enjoy it. And that sucks. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they recognize, like, hey, we've got a good story here. We want to tell, we want people to experience that story. And we're going to just. And also, by the way, I want to throw this out before I finish my thought. With the leak that happened with the campaign, maybe they don't want people to connect certain dots. Yeah, dots. Yeah, I was thinking so about that. Keep the details close. But I'm just hoping that they're confident in their story and they want to really wow people and actually right. show like, hey, you can get people excited. Show them off your game without ruining every detail of the story. I completely agree. Last point I'll say, and I got to give, I got to, got to get them credit. We was on that ultimate about miscommunication and mm-hmm. presentation of games. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did a fantastic job because I spoke yeah. to a couple of people prior and I was like, one thing I didn't want to see, I didn't want to see any personalities. I didn't want to see nobody jump on stage. Hey, yeah, guys. I agree. I agree. No, shut up. Just show the game. Let narrate it in the background. Right. You can narrate a little briefly. They had, you know, the Master Chiefs are the greatest adventure yet. That's what I'm talking about. That mm-hmm. they, if they they got to do better, and this was a step in the right direction on that yeah. level, because they're too much. I feel personality driven. Like no disrespect to Staten, no disrespect to Body Ross, anybody. Absolutely. We're not here to see you show us the game, and they did that. So kudos yeah. on them. Kudos three for three for that. Yeah, and I hope they keep that up. Like I, yes. I get worried because of Halo Infinite's a platform that they're gonna like start a Halo Infinite show and and start like <laughs> yeah, every like, week updating stuff. Just, guys, no, yeah, no. yeah, just just let the game speak for itself. <laughs> it's 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 popular. It's gonna do really well no matter I what. I think this has only solidified that. One other thing we have to talk about. Let's get it. Comes from Jordan Carmichael. Hey Duke boys, I was wondering if you saw Doctor Disrespect's comments about Halo needing a battle royale to be sustainable for streamers. Do you think someone's opinion with this level of influence really matters in the long run? People were on Twitter saying they don't care about what he has to say, but also upset that his words may hinder the newer crowd that has never experienced Halo like us OGs. If anything, the people who love what Halo Infinite has to offer will just spread the word and gameplay will be out there for many people regardless if it's streamers who prefer BR experiences. I hope you guys have a my cousin broke my toys kind of day. (laughs) That's very specific. Uh (laughs) Good question, Jordan. Um, Look, I think, you know, as far as uh, Dr. Disrespect stuff, I want them to put a battle royal. I do. You know, I do. I, I don't want them to miss out on, you know, a, a craze or a mode that could draw new folks. And let's be real. We know Apex and Fortnite is still out here. The young generation still plays. However, them being free to play really changes things. And it changes the fact that there's no barrier for entry so anyone can try. And I think they'll be fine. That's why I'm okay with it coming. And it could come later and they'll, they'll still be okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know that the talk was, yo, it got to be ready for launch. It got to be ready for launch. But I've always had the mindset that if it's not, like, the core experience is more key first. 
Mm-hmm. You've got to yes. you've got to nail this thing. This thing can't be garbage, and then you put out a battle right? Nobody cares at that point. Mm-hmm. Like game's garbage. Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man. I, you see, I, you jump in, jump in. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. It, it took the words right out of my mouth. I think there's mm. some truth to what Doctor Disrespect said. He he mentioned like it would be dead in two to three weeks. No, that's just not gonna happen. This game's yeah. gonna do really well. Again, free to play. It's gonna really carry this game's player account for sure. Yeah. Game Pass, like it's it's gonna do really really well i have no doubts about that Mm -hmm. but i think for sustainability once you get forge and co-op out i think battle royale is where you got to put your focus on right away yeah knock it out get get stuff out with the give me my co-op and my forge Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying once you do that get a couple maps in and then what is it season two season three or whatever it is then you you hit them and you're like yo whatever that mode is Hit them with that. And that's that yep. that's something to me I think they're sitting on as a longevity motivator, a roadmap thing where when you kind of do cool off and you're like, oh yo, this is coming yeah, out season absolutely. four. Then you get the hype right cycle right back again. So mm-hmm. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. And there's other things that people want them to add. I think there's been talk of firefight. There's been talk yeah. of assassinations, yeah. campaign expansions. 343 yes. is a huge studio. So if their game just continues to do well without BR, I don't think they'll add BR as well. But mm. I, I think that um, they understand that there's a huge pop that can come with that. And knowing you've got that in your back pocket with a game that's already has massive hype mm-hmm. and a player count ready to explode, I think it's a really good feeling for the team. That's like I a low-pressure situation. because Obviously, making a good BR is high pressure. But I'm saying knowing you've got a plan on how you're going to tackle resurgence Yes. Is, is probably reassuring for them. So I agree. I think there's some truth to what Dr. Disrespect said, contrary to uh, what a lot mm-hmm. of people are saying. Uh, I just don't think it's as soon as yes. he was stating, which is uh, like two to three weeks. That was kind of kind of yeah. out there for me. But otherwise, <laughs> campaign is looking really solid. Um, I'm just concerned about the biome diversity, not worried mm-hmm. about the Far Cry gameplay. Mm-hmm. Skill Tree, I didn't talk about much personally. Yeah. Um, What's your feeling on that? This is the one part I'm kind of like indifferent to. I, I um I didn't I don't mind it being there. It's not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. not really a good thing either to me. Okay. okay. I just feel like that's almost it feels more than rather I, I should put it this way. You see a lot of people saying like they've stapled Far Cry gameplay into Halo, where I feel like this skill system is more of like the stapled mechanic from another series that they just kind of put in there. Okay. And it. It reminds me of almost like crisis in a way where I don't know if it really needs this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wonder if they just put a couple more unique pieces of equipment in and, and kind of, again, just enhance that sandbox nature in the campaign. If that would have substituted the progression loop. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, I think it's just a testament to clearly coalition's involvement because right. what they would, you're getting Spartan cores in Halo Infinite and in Gears 5, Gears you would 5. get something that would yep. attach to the, the jack robot to or whatever it was robot. called. You could upgrade the robot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, going to be the same thing. Complete mm-hmm. a little area here. Oh, Spartan Corp. Same mm-hmm. thing. So uh, I understand their loop. I think it's going to be a solid loop for sure. But um, it's the one part I'm not like head over heels for. Cause okay. I, okay. I'd rather them go harder with it than just like a gotcha. couple of tiers and five pieces of equipment. Right. Your, your whole thing is if you're going to do it, really do it and yes. really differentiate with skills and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I and I'm not talking RPG, heavy mm-hmm. RPG level right. stuff. I'm talking more pieces of equipment. Maybe there are more. Maybe oh. that was just the opening area stuff. I don't know. But from what uh-huh. I saw, I was like, yeah, they're kind of going a little soft with it where yeah. 
It's just kind of existing. Yeah. No, I get so. you. I get you. I got my thrusters. So I'm biased. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> I just went dip and did, did go invisible. <laughs> so, yeah, those are our thoughts on the campaign. Uh, we'll be doing a DDU episode on that yeah. next week. So mm-hmm. keep an eye out for that one. It'll be a good time. With that, let's move on to number two. Another week, another set of Xbox projects leaked. Again, this comes from the hands of Dad of Xbox, Jez Corden and Jeff Grubhub. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we discussed two unknown projects. One is Project Belfry and the other is Project Shaolin. And now we have some details on both. For starters, Project Shaolin is an action RPG with an anime aesthetic hailing from Brass Line Entertainment. Brass Line Entertainment is a relatively new studio composed of some industry veterans. This new action RPG will focus on melee combat and support up to four-player co-op. Jez adds in his article on Windows Central Gaming that the campaign is planned to run for a couple dozen hours, complete with a rich endgame consisting of seasonal content drops and other updates. You'll be able to obtain loot, weapons, gear, and so on in both procedural endgame dungeons and more tailor-made events. Perhaps the biggest eyebrow raiser is that the renowned hip-hop group Wu-Tang Clan will be heading up this game's soundtrack. Next up is Project Belfry. Details are a little bit lighter on this one. This hails from Jeff Grubb's Grub Snack Show on Giant Bomb with the following details. It's a side-scrolling action game similar to Dragon's Crown. The art has Princess Mononoke vibes, which is a Miyazaki film. Mm-hmm. The Belfry, aka Bell Tower, functions as your base where you'd craft items and upgrade gear. I want to jump into Shaolin first, and Kaga, yeah. I want you to take lead on this once I'm mm-hmm. done reading Don Otaku's writing. Oh, the Don. What's going on? the gaming ninja, and the RPG wastelander. Of all the many Xbox-rumored projects out there, nothing has really caught me off guard like the Wu-Tang Clan action RPG. As a black gamer, it's been a really long time since I've played a double-A or triple-A game that has actually gone deep into our culture. Games like Deathloop and Miles Morales have a black protagonist, but honestly, they could be replaced by any race, and the game would still work as is. It's sad that if you look at last gen, the closest thing I can think of for games that really push our culture is the NBA 2K story modes and Mafia 3. Yeah, shout out to Mafia 3. That yeah, one was big great. Time. Big time. Really great. Because of this, I'm excited that Xbox has not only backed a game centered around black culture, but it's also a studio founded by very talented people of color to make games about people of color. What I want to ask Cog mostly, but I'd like your thoughts, Maddie. And this is all Cog. Mm-hmm. One. How do you feel about rumored Wang Wu Tang? I said Wang Wu Tang Clan game. <laughs> from what info we've heard, and how do you feel about the lack and decline of games set around Black culture and people of color in general? Have a macaroni with no cheese kind of day, Dukes. <laughs> Thank you for yes. writing in, Don. This was a great writing. Salute to the Don, man. I know who that is. Um, listen, man. This is this is this is important. This is important. This this is so important. Like. People have no idea. Like he, Don nailed a lot of things as to why we're so excited. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so many things going on. First, you know, from the fact when we heard about Project Shaolin and when I heard it was a Wu-Tang game, you know, there was a, like a Wu-Tang game way back, like early PS1. Yeah, Shaolin style. And it's a cult classic. It's a cult classic. And remember how I kind of joked with you, we did uh, the Defining Duke Ultimate on like guilty pleasures and yeah. fifty cent, brother, you know what you call it. Yeah. And this blood to sand came yeah, up yeah, because what, yep. what it is is like he's nailing it. What what happens is a lot of games that have a black protagonist, you could sometimes substitute any 
race in it because it doesn't dive into culture. Now, I want to push back on him on Miles Morales because a lot of my, you know, because he's half black, half Puerto Rican. There's a lot of Puerto Rican culture in it. I was going to say, you know, I've heard really good things yeah, about how Miles, Miles Morales, Morales handled it. Yeah, Miles Morales, I, got, I can't do them like that. And as a New Yorker, I, I appreciate them just in the starting screen on the train with the Timbs mm-hmm. and Jack. Like, that's a New York thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah. I, I was feeling that. So I got to give, I can't put Miles in that band. But everything else, yes. But to this, so important because again, the culture in hip hop, and I, I give them credit. I know people give 2K a lot of crap because they got Jake from State Farm, and yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I get that, and they're right. But when it comes, he's right. When it comes to telling the story of coming up in the NBA as a person who played basketball and you making these decisions in the urban culture, like it's very accurate for a lot of a lot of it. Mm, so I give them that. But back. That. Yeah, yeah. 2K storyline. If you do 2K, like trying to get drafted and be, create your player mode, it's it's a literally like a, an RPG with story and all. It's mm. really good. They've they've cool. always been good in that respect. But anyway, back to Wu Tang. This is important, man. Wu Tang's one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. Um, they've changed the game and landscape. The question is going to be two things. One, because one thing that Wu Tang does is they mix hip hop with Kung Fu movies, Shaolin culture, martial arts. So the question is, is it going to be a Wu Tang game, Wu Tang members in the game, or is it a situation where it's Wu Tang, like you know, Kung Fu, like a Sifu, right? What if it's like a Sifu, yeah, and then with the back? Either way, I am cool. Either mm-hmm. way, I'm cool. But people don't realize when when Wu Tang's music is going to be associated, and they have an entry, like. I think Rizza, shout out to him. He actually produced a couple of movies with um he had one of his oh I forget the name. King's gonna kill me. King knows it. <laughs> something the man with the eye and something. It was like a they're big in kung fu movies and kung fu culture, right? Right. Then also I want to shout out what's my man um the dude that did Kill Bill. Oh uh, man, you know who I'm it. talking about? Yeah. The white guy that did. did. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, right? So. Like, there's a lot of that. Listen, this has got a potential to be great. It's going to be one of those things where I think this is going to be embraced. And we talked about Microsoft getting their finger on the pulse of the culture. Hip-hop games and black culture games, there is a big void. This is huge. Not saying that Wu-Tang is super popular right now, but this is going to resonate. This is going to get hit hard. And to his second question, he said, how do I feel about the lack of decline of game? Yeah, I think this could settle. I think what game developers need to see and publishers is they need to see the success of it. So if it hits, you make a good one, right? Yeah. That's going to set off a trend. And Wu-Tang is like, they're behind it. Listen, risen them dudes. Like, it's going to be real. So I'm super pumped. This is this is for us. It's for the culture. I can't Absolutely. wait. I've been bumping woo all week at the gym. I love it's, that. I love yeah, that. It's, 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 it, it's the equivalent, Maddie. You know, if your favorite group, you know, is involved with a game on some of level. Of course. You I know what I'm totally. saying? Like, yeah. it's a dream thing. And, 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 and Wu-Tang is revered in hip-hop. So, right. Salute to them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I think... Um, one of the biggest things that people always try to push back with these types of games, like even mm-hmm. Deathloop to some extent was like the, I put this in quotes, by the way, like the mm-hmm. forced nature of the, the right. protagonist and, yes. and whatnot. And I, I think when you're embracing that culture and doing it, I think the best way to put it is like naturally, um, that's how you win over both the consumer and companies doing it more in yes. a natural way, rather than just stapling them into games and Preach. saying like, look, representation, 
because um, it's important but they 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 need to be authentically represented they don't need to just be stapled in because like you feel bad for them that might yes. do more harm than good so preach yeah i don't want to speak for you but i just no, I, no, I think no, no. it's really I'm important i'm glad you said that's something that i you've verbalized well i think for me the reason why like i love games why I learn about other cultures and it's done right and it's authentic mm. to the culture. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. that's what makes me want to play because I'm going to go to my people and be like, yo, you know, hey, there's a game about these, whatever, in Ireland. Or there's, a, hey, there's a game about Germany, Russia. Like, is this authentic? And my friends, you know, of those at backgrounds be like, yo, that's, mm. you know, this is official. And I'm, right. I love that because now I'm getting purity. Now I'm getting something that doesn't feel like a stapled on or a copy paste we're doing it you know what i'm saying so yeah i'm with you it sounds very original too which is which is really good i mean it sounds like a good time it sounds like Mm -hmm. a vibe yeah so i'm I'm really really excited for this one especially aesthetic belfry yeah yeah, i've played dragon's crown and uh i thought it was a solid game overall it's interesting because this is the type of game we've been kind of advocating for xbox to do i can already tell by the side-scrolling action princess mononoke vibes a Japanese developer, yeah, no doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if it weren't. So I think this is a, I think this is a good get for them. We'll see if it pans out that way. But I think, like conceptually speaking, both of these are smart, diverse picks that build the library in a way we have been talking about for a while on a global level. So I'm liking the details I'm hearing on both of these, but especially with Project Shaolin, Whew. that one I'm, I'm really interested in that, Perfect especially because. Four player co op, man. Like, yes. that's the thing. it's funny. It's not even just the representation that's there, right? Mm-hmm. And the music and the vibe that, like, action RPG anime is mm-hmm. It's like four player co op. Oh, I was like, I was like, I was like, this is a COD game. This Shaolin, co- if they got Shaolin, some ninja stuff, ninja like, stuff, some kung fu authenticity. Yeah. Then you throw some woo beats in the back. Yeah. It's over. It's, I, I, I don't care what's happening. I'm supporting this game yeah, to yeah. the fullest so that even if the first one is okay. That mm-hmm. the second one could come up. Like, I am so behind what's going mm-hmm. on here. And yeah, salute to the Dawn Otaku on that one. Uh, people are a pump. When people heard about this, I, I was looking at listening to Xbox 2 and just talking about people were pumped. They were throwing up the woo. It, it, it's going to be a movement for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope it does lead to, to more of these types of authentic yes. experiences because I think Agreed. that's really important because, again, there's the disingenuous way that, uh, honestly, I think a company like Ubisoft just sort of like, slaps it on uh across sexuality yeah, race them. gender mm-hmm. all that stuff um the way they do it does i cannot emphasize enough more harm than good uh yeah. the, you know the, the plenty of people want to be represented in all their ways and it's just it's it's really sad to see how it's devolved if you will yeah. and i think this looks at least on paper like it's being yeah. handled in the proper way with the with the proper people behind it behind it yeah i agree right on well, we will see more on that in the coming years. Yeah. Until now, we move on to number three. Last week, we discussed how Xbox Game Pass continues to grow, but after falling short of their internal projections, that we could maybe see bigger investments be made into the service. Entering the service day one is the remastered version of GTA San Andreas on November 11th. Revealed earlier this week was a trailer for the definitive editions of GTA 3, GTA Vice City, and GTA San Andreas, which will all be sold together for $60. While Xbox got San Andreas, Rockstar played both sides of the field and gave PlayStation Now GTA 3 on December 7th. Recently, Take-Two took down and sued modders working on GTA 3 slash Vice City remakes and then yanked classic versions of the aforementioned trilogy off storefronts. It appears they are all in on these remastered versions and expect you to be as well. 
Your boy, Nikki V, has written into us. <laughs> hey, Lord of the DD Podcast Kong and Lord of the DD Titty Gobble, Maddie. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, I, yet, I, I don't know how I earn these names, but I do. <laughs> Boys, what are your thoughts on GTA's remasters? Did the graphics in the trailer meet your expectations? Also, what do you make of the minor uproar in relation to the $60 price tag? I personally don't get it. The three games are $15 each on the PS4 store, and that was just for a basic port. If anything, the collection represents more value for money. Have a warm can of Coke kind of day, Nick. I've had that at my grandma's house. Rest in peace to my Nana, but she would always keep them out of the fridge. Out of the fridge? On the shelf, and they would be these baby cans, too. So I'm like, I'd be like, re- reluctantly, like, cracking it up. I'm like, all right, that, I'll have that's this the soda. warm joint, dog. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what you think? I think for me... The Game Pass thing, even if it's just the one, that's a it's a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. to, to see Game Pass get a GTA game is a big deal. Art style, I didn't mind too much. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a it's a controversial topic. You know what I'm saying? But I guess I, I, I didn't. Mind. I, I saw the before mm-hmm. and after because you know what it is. Sometimes we got those rose tinted glasses or how these things look yeah. in our mind. Yeah. And I saw some of the hairstyles and how it was looking it was looking spooky you know what i'm saying yeah. back in the day so look i'm with it I, I i'm glad that microsoft is at least in the mix here and i think it's a big deal but what about you a perceived value and how about art i'm curious about you with art style yeah i um i thought it looked really good actually yeah. i i way better than i thought it was going to be uh, granted they played a very heavy hand to isolate this product and make you pay attention to it but i think what they're doing looks solid uh, especially when we're hearing about the updated controls, uh, updated radio. I'm hoping that all the songs are the same. Yeah, how's that going to play with yeah. licensing? Yeah, I, I wonder, right? Because that was a thing with Fallout for some time is they were getting updates on the back end of SteamDB and people were like, yo, what's going on here? You guys doing a remaster? Like, we're just updating the licenses for tracks that we have in our game. So um, I, I'm assuming if they're doing this, that they will be bringing back the original songs. They would have probably mentioned it at this point, but... As a side note, I think the bigger topic is the uh, the graphics, which I thought looked clean. I thought it looked good. Yeah, there are some character models that look a little off, but yeah. it's not the flat, yeah. obviously polygonal yep. shapes that we see in <laughs> old PS2 games. I thought they rounded them out a little bit more, yeah. made them look a little bit more lifelike and easier on the eyes. I mean, there were yes. parts that they compared just the environments that I thought, okay, this looks really, really good in comparison. Yeah. You know, not even in comparison, but standalone too yes. because i didn't see the comparisons until after so when i was watching the trailer i went yeah this looks solid then mm-hmm. you see it side by side completely different story there so i think this is a good get for for game pass is it one i'm gonna be rushing out to download day one no but i think people are gonna underestimate the power of gta and oh yeah just how many oh, yeah. people will flock to this especially san andreas which was like an iconic huge gta game gta yeah huge i think they got the right one mm-hmm. i agree <laughs> i literally think they did yeah. i think xbox got the right one out the deal that's just me i agree <laughs> and it's interesting to see PlayStation got one, right? Yeah. yeah I'm not even sure, but they got one December 7th. Yeah. I wonder oh. how much Xbox had to pony up like to get a day one. That's a good question. Um, Yeah, that's a good question. Because December 7th is... When is the Xbox one? November 11th. Interesting. I know. Yeah. And then part of me also thinks that... Do you think that like because it's December 7th, we know what comes out December 8th. Mm-hmm. That Sony wanted something to oh. be like, you know what I mean? Oh. Because to take a little, I mean, not that GTA going to stop. 
it's an older G. If it was a newer GTA, then it's like, yo, hey, let's be honest. These fanboys on both sides will latch on to anything. So exactly. So I think part of me feels Sony strategically wants something because let's be real, they don't have any first party offerings for the rest of the year until Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Because right now, let's be honest, that the the end of this year for Microsoft is super strong. Yeah. Suit Back for Blood, Age of Empires, Forza, Halo, boom, 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 boom. Right, they throw GTA in there. Yeah, you got. They got to do something. So part of me thinks this is Sony trying to do a little something. Say, hey, don't forget us. We got this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Think, so. What do you feel about sixty dollars for this trilogy together? Um, just like Nikki V said, fifteen dollars yeah. each on the PS4 store for the classic ports. Now it's sixty dollars right. for them remastered, packaged together. Uh, Clearly, put some effort into it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not flipping off of that. I don't. I don't feel this is like. So, so egregious where I'm like mm-hmm. yo they they gouging me and they put effort I mean I saw it's like it's not like it's a, it doesn't feel like a lazy port like if I yeah. see something lazy I remember that time when Activision they they got my Marvel Ultimate Alliance oh and they, they just... disrespected it man they disrespected <sighs> it always shout out to Total Biscuits review of the PC version when he found out that I think he said Q was the jump button in that game just they bro oh so they, they ruined that man yeah, yeah they, 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 that was and I, they, I forgot they were really egregious on the pricing too yeah 50 bucks for each Fit. i think they didn't even do a package that's what i yeah. individual and i'm like nah activision so that's why i can't go hard at you know rockstar and all that take two yeah. for this yeah man they um they fucked that up. So I, I think mm-hmm. living through that and caring about that, you know how bad it can get. Not that uh, this is something I'm, I'm, of course, if it's cheaper, that'd be great. Uh, but I think this is fair. It looks like there was effort put in and yeah. when you update the controls and stuff. We're talking old PS2 games, yeah. man. I mean, these things were, were baked in yes. when they came out. So Big to time. undo them and, and redo certain things, uh, it's it takes a lot more effort than I think people understand. Not to, again, I'm not overly defending them. I'm not a of fan course. of Take-Two or Rockstar, really. So... Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, I think that, um, I don't think this is a time for uproar. Because I look at it this way, not to get mm-hmm. philosophical about it, Let's but uproared and pissed about everything, mm-hmm. when are they going to listen to us? It's going to be another time you're pissed at them, right? It's like, mm-hmm. let's select the times we're emotionally active about things. I agree. I agree. No. Uh, GTA San Andreas, day one, November 11th for Game Pass users. Keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if you're a PlayStation user, you're going to get GTA 3, December mm-hmm. 7th. No doubt. All right. Let's move on to number four. It appears companies are beginning to sniff out just how lucrative mascot fighters are with Nintendo's Smash Bros. DLC announcements being able to make more noise than full-on game reveals. Mm -hmm. Recently, we saw Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl successfully capture the internet with its nostalgic reveals combined with a bizarre yet somewhat complex fighting system. Next on the list looks to be Warner Bros. and Jeff Grubb has the details. The game is referred to as Multiversus, and it features characters like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Gandalf from Lord (laughs) of the Rings, Tom and Jerry, and Batman. He has confirmed that the game is real, and those details are accurate as of this week. Some reports claim that Mortal Kombat and Injustice developer NetherRealm Studios is working on the game, but Jeff states that's not the case. The game is reportedly on a tight budget and looks cheap, considering a free-to-play approach akin to something like Brawlhalla. To wrap up an already wild headline, Jeff mentions that he has heard rumblings of Space Jam characters as well as an active NBA star making it into this fighter, <laughs> LeBron James. Neo JD <laughs> writes in, Dookie Man, what do you guys think about this rumor as reported by Jeff Grubb that Warner Bros. is making a Smash Bros-style platform fighter? Characters said to be Shaggy, Gandalf, Tom and Jerry, Batman, and more. First off, 
Who do you main? I'd go with bats. And second, is this style of game the new trend? How are you feeling about this one? I'm loving this trend. I know you're loving it. I saw Scooby-Doo. I was like, I already know he all over this. I'm loving this trend. I know he all over this. This is so (laughs) you. I mean, I'm curious. I'm curious. I ain't going to lie. I'm curious. I got to see how the engine look. You know what I'm saying? I got to see what's going on there. But look, I do feel that it's um, lightning in a bottle that you'll miss out on, especially with the success of Smash. Mm -hmm. Smash proved that like when you see all these iconic you know, characters and IPs all in one game. It's just, you know, mixed match. It's pretty cool. It's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I'm not going to sit there and say I'm the biggest fans of these games, but I do understand what it means. And, yeah, especially, like, you know, the IPs involved. So, for me, what, yeah, I mean... I got, I got, I got to see the, what what DC properties are in there. Yeah. If you know, maybe it's a couple of Mortal Kombat fighters or something. Uh-huh. WB, then they may have me. I'm like, all right, they got, Bro, they got this one. I'm yeah. telling you, the the I never thought of it, but the pool of characters that they can snatch from here, huge, pretty good, huge, pretty good, right? And the last point I'll say is one thing Mortal Kombat does extremely well, like. I remember when they had, you know, what is it? Not that long was it the the the, the Terminator and the RoboCop joint? Mm. I mean, like the WB could pull from the movie bag. Mm. That's the thing. They got iconic moves, so you get these dream matchups, and that was like I was like, yo, that's kind of a dream matchup from you know from my eighties babies. Yo, Terminator and, and Robo was a thing. Look, Man. all I'm saying is Warner Bros owns Adult Swim. And yeah, we oh, could see go. Peter Griffin show up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this is why the WB acquisition Microsoft mm-hmm. is so important. Yeah, Drop I'm looking at back. Cartoon Network. They could just make a game based off. They actually did try to make a game based off Cartoon Network. I've played it. It's very bad. But like you got <laughs> Kids Next Door, Kurt's Cowardly Dog, Dexter's yeah. Laboratory, yeah. Ben 10, Powerpuff Girls, I guess. Ah! Uh, Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. I mean, bro, there, there's some, there's some good ones just lying about. Transformers animated. Oh, wait, they got Transformers. Mm. WB Trans. Oh, it's mm. over for me. It's yeah. over. Yeah. It's over. According That's to, according to uh, Wikipedia, Warner mm-hmm. Bros. franchises, they have Mike Tyson mysteries. So wow, <laughs> imagine you get Mike Tyson in this Mike game, Tyson bro. In the <laughs> Yo, just beating the life out of Shaggy. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a lot, bro. A lot of potential. The possibilities mm-hmm. are endless, man. Only thing that bothers me here, Cog. What's up? What's up? I'm so tired of these tired. clear, successful platform mm-hmm. fighters mm-hmm. going light on the budget. I don't yeah, get yeah. it. Why are they making them cheap, man? Like Nickelodeon. It's like, okay, I kind of get this. Nickelodeon's not as relevant as they once were when they were like in the day and age of you know, SpongeBob, Jimmy Neutron, mm-hmm. Fairly Odd Parents, so on and so forth. Like, yeah, they're 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 getting back into it. And I think mm-hmm. this is a good first step for them. But like Warner Bros, you guys are in on games. Like you guys can make a good one and sell it for sixty bucks. Like why this cheap free to play route? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know what that's about. You know, making the model, but yeah, I don't know why. Why just go all out with the mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're just looking at this free to play model and then the, the monetization aspect possibly after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, but there's just clearly power in getting all these IP together. Oh, so yeah. I'm hoping Xbox does something. Yeah, please. I'm telling you, there's a certain publisher that yeah. kind of fits all your needs. Mm, indeed. Indeed. We'll talk about 
Xbox doing a platform fighter later mm -hmm. in the patron questions. Let's move on to number five for now. Here we go again, adding on to another leak from weeks ago. We discussed a Xbox cloud-based MMO coming from Finnish studio Mainframe. And again, Jez and Jeff have a combined for this scoop. The game is going to be, um, I'm sorry, the game is going by the working title of PAX Day, and it aims to take full advantage of the cloud day one. Jeff describes it as, quote, players can access the same game through any device. The studio is also exploring potential gameplay mechanics that can work in a game that exists primarily on a remote server, end quote. The idea is that mechanics for the game will scale in complexity. If you're on your work at phone, you could do some crafting or quick farming. Thus, when you get to your PC, you can focus on something more complex like raids. However, the most notable thing about this cloud-based MMO is not even about the game itself, but the bridge it aims to form between Xbox and Hideo Kojima. Key Xbox figures are hopeful it will highlight the hurdles of cloud-based development so other studios can follow a certain playbook and they can bring this info to Kojima, whose deal with Xbox is still pending. Yeah, I love this. Mm -hmm. I love this. I'm I like that. They're, they're, they're galaxy brain in this one, man. Yeah. They're, they're pulling out all the stops to get him in. Yep, I love it. And, and here's the thing. Obviously, I'm a Dusty fan. I'm not a huge other MMO guy. So, but... I will mess with this game. And the reason why I will mm. mess with it is because I want to see from a technical standpoint how they execute, how things are pulled off. Because, look, this is one thing. As a Destiny fan, when you're in these type of games, these live service, live-in type games, right? Yeah. They steal your soul, right? Yeah. <laughs> one of the things about these games that you wish is that you can continue your adventure or the menial stuff outside of it so if i'm like on my phone and i'm like yo you know i could still farm i could still craft i could still do things that i don't that would take so much time while i'm yeah. in the universe you know what i'm saying right. like and it's an extension and it's scaled like to me this is power of the cloud stuff that i was envisioning way mm -hmm. back when they first started talking cloud right so that part of it is super exciting and then to hear the Kojima aspect, you know, because again, like we we did know, like he initially, from my understanding, had something in place with Google Stadia. And for whatever reason, the deal fell through, what have you. But, you know, we, we talked about Death Stranding. We talked about the Connective Strand game, this lived-in universe. He's got ideas. So what this yeah. seems to me is building a template so that other devs who are interested in cloud gaming and in, in, in incorporating this tech into their game have like a playbook. Now you start to really get robust more ideas. I think this is future mm. stuff. Like you said, Galaxy Brain stuff. Like, yeah. I love it. So I'm going to support it just to see what the possibilities are, right? And hey, you know, we know one thing. Microsoft has the backbone. When it comes to Azure servers, yeah. infrastructure. PlayStation I mean, was using Azure. Yeah, like, bro, if PlayStation is doing a deal with Azure, that should let you know that Microsoft is well-equipped, you know what I mean, from a global standpoint in doing this stuff. So, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. This is really cool stuff. The geek in me is just, I was doing backflips. I was like, yes, yeah. yes. I, I I love really the, the if you will, strands tied between yes, strand. all of this because this is some real forward thinking. I, I think mm -hmm. if it all plays out the way we're, we're thinking it will, uh, it's they're in one of these special times where you kind of dream a thing up yes. on how it should work out. Something like this It's like, okay, you work with this smaller studio. I shouldn't say smaller. They got an $8 million investment, but a not well-known studio. Mm -hmm. And you're using their work to create something that an audience would, I think would be interested in. I'll talk about that in a sec, but you're also using it to present it 
to a legendary developer who will absolutely lift up your platform. Like that's yes. very smart. I love the idea of an MMO kind of removing some of the busy work. So when you sign on, it's go time. Or with these dailies, like, I don't know. My, my co-host, uh, shout out to Kopi, Paul Lombardo, co-host mm -hmm. of uh, Ham Radio Live. He's a big mm -hmm. Genshin Impact guy. And he's like, okay. yeah, I sign in for an hour, play each day to, to get my dailies done. It's like, what if you could just, in, in the case of Genshin, you can do it from your phone. But what if it was literally like propping it open? You, you send them out on a couple of missions. I read like, wow, does that to some extent. You can mm -hmm. send like your your factions out on missions or something like that yes. to complete your dailies. But doing stuff like that, because one of my favorite things with MMOs particularly runescape is i loved like the non-combat skills it had wood cutting fishing mm -hmm. fire making i just loved doing them you know because mm -hmm. there were times i just wanted to do combat there's times you want to just zen out uh maybe watch a show uh and i would flip it on and and, and i'd like grind my my wood cutting yeah just like chill at the i think draenor village shout out to yeah. draenor village and so i would just hang out there and, and, and cut logs for for a couple hours and uh, being able to maybe do that on the phone or or mm -hmm. order my character to do that while I'm doing this show even. Mm -hmm. Being able to remove some of the busy work from the game and making it fun and interactive and kind of an extension of things uh, would be awesome. So I'm, I'm excited to see how they handle this. This sounds like it's got some potential infrastructure-wise, but I'm more excited, of course, about how they're going to utilize this tech to show other developers beyond even Hideo Kojima. Cause maybe Kojima's game sucks. Right. And then it's like, Hey, well now we got these other devs here who get cloud gaming, but they're going all in on Kojima. They hired Kim Swift to yeah. get her, Huge. her. Yeah. She's heading up the cloud gaming division. So mm -hmm. very, very big. I mean, they made a public announcement about that one. A lot of people forget yes. like that was a, a big commitment. That was a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like I said, if he, if they, they get this structure, the template, he's excited, you know, hey, who who's to say? You, you Listen, I think you got to court J Kojima at all costs. You have to make sure that man is comfortable, he's happy, because ideally... Long-term ramifications, man. There you go. There you go. You Ideally, you want to lock him in. He does a lot, you know, and I'm not going to say I'm not the biggest Kojima guy, but his influence is on parallel. And then... Yeah. I'm thinking about from a studio standpoint, what he could do. I'm thinking about getting more people to say, hey, it's okay to come over to Xbox and make it. Like, this thing could really blow. So they, you got you to gotta court, man. You got yeah. to, let's just roll out the red carpet. You got to work. Let's mm -hmm. go. Absolutely. Number six, speaking to Kind of Funny, head of Xbox Game Studios, Matt Booty, who rarely shows up, took an interview opportunity and had a moment of transparency when discussing the status of Xbox first-party titles. Quote, has up to Sony, their studio system, and the leaders that they've got there. It's fantastic. You can't argue with the quality and the craft and the games that they delivered and that they're working on now. Kudos and hats off to them. I think there's a certain kind of game that generates an anticipation. It becomes a tentpole moment. It's a game that fits the intersection of everybody can play and it's a big world you can inhabit. I think those kinds of games are important. And certainly, it's been a place where we have not been out in front. We really haven't had this sort of one-to-one -one with Sony. I don't really want to get into what's our Uncharted, what's our Horizon Zero Dawn, what's our this, what's our that. I don't think that does anybody any good. What are those games that have universal themes, that have a big world that people want to get lost in, that have really well-realized characters and really high production values? That is absolutely what we want to go after. End quote. <clears throat> like what I'm hearing on that one. Now, what I find interesting is what we've heard about, for example, Hellblade 2. Sounds like they're going for that, right? But I don't know, is Hellblade, for example, a series mm -hmm. that would be that tentpole moment for a broader audience is what I'm wondering. It seems like they're taking that template approach with something 
like Hellblade, but will that series fit that mold? And and I think the one that stands maybe the best chance on paper, mm-hmm. maybe like Compulsion Games, it's right. a new IP, right? Right, right, right. Third Absolutely. person, over the shoulder, dark of fantasy, of course, narrative based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think Hellblade is. I, I, I really do. I think okay. Hellblade. Only reason why I just the only reason the it literally checks every box. The only reason why it doesn't check the hashtag just one box is because it technically existed already. And yeah. then right, it's not a new IP. But I don't want to because a lot of the Xbox community comes at me. They always yell, throw Hellblade at my face. Hellblade is gonna be fine. I think that it, it's going to do what it does. Right. Mm. You have to understand too that um. It's one of these situations where like, we're going to get into it uh, as a future question, but I'm going to kind of set it up now that one of the readers, uh, one of the guys wrote in for is that the reason why hashtag just one is another reason why it's so important is because let's be honest, Microsoft hasn't had the new protagonists for the future the way Sony has. They got Jin Sakai with, with mm. Ghost of Tsushima. You know what I'm saying? You got Alloy with Horizon Zero Dawn. You, yeah. you see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with it? Yeah. Outside of Master Chief and not Marcus Phoenix slash Kate now, right? Yeah. There's no... I I, I think in, in, in a mailbag, in the mailbag, they asked me to ask Kong, you know, people are like, yo, I'm just getting into the Xbox system, ecosystem because of you guys, right? Because of Define and Duke. You know, which game should I get? You know, because I didn't, they stay, oh, they, you know what I hate is consistent? I skipped out on the Xbox One generation. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And yeah. then when you go back outside of Ori, yeah, there was, you know, a couple here and there, but there wasn't, they didn't have those new of the future. So that's why this is important. But back on point with Booty and this whole stuff. I love this stuff. This is great. You know, I love the fact he did not shy away that, yes, we do need those characters that you love, those worlds you want to live in, mm-hmm. those massive, and they got respect from. They're not going to do a carbon copy of what Sony's doing, but they do recognize the importance. That's all I wanted. Recognize the importance. The other thing he said that um that I wasn't here that I was really excited about was that he talked about when you look at like for example, um Obsidian right and mm-hmm. Double Fine. He said what he's excited about is remember when they acquired Obsidian, they're just trying to get out of worlds out the door with Pirate Division, right? So yeah. Microsoft's helping them get that out the door. Then Double Fine, Tim Shakey trying to get, you know, the Kickstarter, Psychonauts 2 out the door. Boom. What he's excited is about what I'm excited about, which is like the next Obsidian yeah. game, right? Yeah. Most likely Avowed, right? right. The next Tim Shape, what is he going to do mm. with those resources officially now? With the Microsoft banner, those are the ones that excites Bad Booty, and I was impressed that he said it. I'm like, okay, we in the same bag, but yeah, they they're gonna be fine. I think this is great. I, I love everything he said. He doesn't come out often, but um, and he's actually a, a coder, which was kind of impressive. He actually oh, coded. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Like they asked me like what he does on his spare time and stuff. Shout out to Snowbike Mike and them guys, and they were like, um, yeah, he's like I code games all the time. I'm like, wow, wow. you still coding games, bro? Yeah, I did not and he know comes. That. He's an OG. He comes from 
the Midway era. I remember oh, those yeah. Midway games, oh, bro. Dude, they were fire. Smash TV, the Blitzes, the Mortal Kombat back then. He used to work with Ed Boone and all that. Get right. on the phone to WB. Get on the phone to WB. Get on the phone to another room. Bro, strands. I, I'm starting to see the strands with yeah. Matt Booty. Midway. This is what bro. Hideo meant when he said strand game. This is yeah, what he meant. Yeah. But yeah, that, that booty, it was it was really good. Refreshing to hear, man. I loved, I loved what I, he was talking about. Absolutely. Uh, took the words out of my mouth here, man. I, I, I completely agree. I think it was refreshing to hear because when when Phil comes out and says something along the lines of, oh, we don't want to be the green version of the blue console. It's like, yeah, we get that. But there's mm-hmm. a reason why the blue console is leading. And it's because of the games that they're making that are really good. Now, you can take those games and put your own spins on them. P- people want those games. Preach. Not only those games, by the way, because one of my yeah. favorite things about Xbox now, and I hope they don't lose track of it in this chase, is the, as you are showing there, the diversity, the amount of things. Like, we just talked about Age of Empires. Right. I know Psychonauts isn't first party in the sense of, Preach like, exclusivity, it. but, you know, that's another one, day one Preach Game Pass. It. Forza, Halo. Like, I Preach love it. what they're doing here, man. And I know they can right. address some of that diversity with third party, but that's not always going to be consistent. It's not the thing you can put in the bank, yes. right? So that's what I'm hoping they don't lose focus of. But yeah, if you start to take, I think something like Hellblade can be reasonably mended into the mm-hmm. the just one mentality. Mm-hmm. I think Compulsion again, people are oh, sleeping on them. Sure, I I sure. think that they fit the mold perfectly for that. Yes. yes. But like for example, Obsidian. Whew. I like what we've heard from Jez. The, the idea is he said it may not be full open world. He doesn't know yet, but it's like it's yeah. possible it may not be full open world. It may be hub based. It's like okay, mm-hmm. you know, I like that they're gonna do that, but like. I, I, I hope that they find they can take this step in front of Sony by saying we're going to do that and this, right? Yeah, see, we can we can match your ten pole games, but we're also offering you Age of Empires, this thank RTS. You for saying that because that this is why I want to strangle the Xbox community. Sometimes it's <laughs> not mutually exclusive. You can do both. Yeah, you can yeah. do this diverse thing and have that's the that's the main mission, right? Mm-hmm. And you could still have one of those things and still have all that. You just said it beautifully. Well, that, that's what excites me. The thing is, PlayStation will have to catch up in that regard. If they, yeah. They're in a current role right now where you look at their upcoming releases and stuff. It's all these third-person open-world games. It's like, all right, you got the diversity handled. It's on lock Bro. right now. Facts. Get your just ones in there. And, and that's it. It's and a it's, whole it's, different It's story. a whole thing. And last point, I've got to plug ILP on one point. We just had um, Chris Grinnell, who came from... Um, legendary Sony dev came from um, Sony uh, Studios Liverpool the original Psygnosis teams you know what I mean he worked at Guerrilla Games he's been through Sony for over 15 years old his life and he literally said like again there's this there's this concept of of oh yeah you know they nurture and stuff like that but he was talking about the PS3 days and PS2 days and how you know there was a Sony that definitely was very adventurous and you had games like Wipeout, you had all these cool games. And then what happens is they start chasing the trends and the bags and then all of a sudden those games go to the side and other studios get brought in to work on these type of games. And he talks about, it was a very, I highly advise anybody to catch that first part of that uh, ILP that Sunday we had with Chris Grinnell because he really gave a mindset of what goes on in studio culture and how they were like culling devs and it, it was bad at one point. It was real spooky. So yeah, yeah I advise people to check that out. It's really, really good stuff, man. And um, it, it goes to the point of sometimes you got to be careful now because where they are right now, not to make this a PlayStation discussion all the way, but you have to be careful when you chase the blockbuster only bag. Oh yeah. 
right? Because some of the things we love about familiar area. There we go. And now you see what Xbox is doing with this diverse lineup. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. That'll take a number of years to unfold. Yeah, yeah. So oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. We'll see y'all like so- then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a while. Sony's still yeah. out here. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. <laughs> there we go. Last bit of news. We'll get into our Game Pass yeah. pick of the week. Just a little shout out here to Doom Eternal, which got its biggest update yet. Free update across all consoles Ooh. and PC. Update 6.66, aptly named. It introduces a horde mode, two new master levels wait, called wait, wait, Mars wait, wait, wait. Core. I got to oh. stop you. What, what, what mode, sir? Did I say whores? Horde. Horde. No, no, you said it right. I'm just, I didn't, I forgot to tell you how oh. much of a Horde fanboy I oh, am. Oh, the way you said you were like, mold. you mispronounced that. I was oh, like, no, no, I, I didn't mean to act yeah. like I'm correcting you. I was like, did you. I say Horde? I like, am so, I, when I saw this new, I said, they got a Horde. Cargo <laughs> had to download this again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Continue, continue. Yeah, Horde mode. Woo. Two new master levels. Mars Core and World Spear. I think World Spear, they said you need the second part of the DLC for. So keep that in mind. Okay. Battle Mode 2.0. Okay. Dread Knight is playable. Mm-hmm. And then a new Battle Mode arena called Stronghold. Mm. And then the Battle Mode 2.0 introduces like streak thing. And it seems to just track your streaks in between matches. Long story short. Okay. But uh, yeah, a lot of new content added to this game. Thought it was cool to see. I'm surprised they're still supporting battle mode, yeah. which I didn't think anyone was playing. I got to be honest. Um, Doom Eternal was a top five game of the year for me last mm-hmm. year. Phenomenal. One of the best FPS campaigns that you can play and enjoy. But my God, man, their multiplayer just missed so badly with me. It was like the one yeah. blemish on that product. But yeah. shout out to them for supporting it. Horde mode seems like a fun addition. Yeah, Perfect for people which want to get in, mm-hmm. enjoy their uh I love their Horde slaying. Modes, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they sure. just hand you out the weapons over time, too. So there's like a progression in it. It's, it okay. looks well thought out. So check it out. Just want to shout that one out. Free download. Yeah, Go man. ahead and get it on Game Pass. Try out the update. It's on to our Game Pass slash back and pad pick of the week. Let's this go. week. We got Dragon Ball Fighters from yours ah. truly. Of course, I got to choose this one. Break it down. This is a new edition. I like to sometimes dig into the depths of the library and give you all a nice surprise suggestion. But I want to shout out what I believe is the greatest Dragon Ball game of all time. Now, Ooh. I am a lifetime Dragon Ball fan. Woo. Shout out to Budokai 2 when I first started. And they had the little board game story mode where you'd hop around the little pegs. and. Mm-hmm. Getting to fights with everyone. Awesome game, man. Love that one. I, I owed Budokai Tenkaichi 3 with the bonus disc. 100 plus mm-hmm. characters in the roster. I mean, one of the biggest rosters we've seen. The Rage and Blast. I mean, so many great Dragon Ball games, but Fighters. Fighters is a artistic masterpiece, but also a masterclass in fighting games. Okay. okay. Now, if you never played it, treat never yourself to some eye candy. It's a good time to do so. Really? All right. What I like about this game mm-hmm. is you have the auto combos, which if you're new, you can hop in square, 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 or XXX, mm-hmm. call it a day. You can fight. <laughs> call it a day. Yeah, you can fight. But if you take it that layer deeper, like Cog, I know you're a Tekken guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's certain games that click with our brains. I'm a Tekken guy, right? Like okay. that's the one, that's the 3D fighter that works for me. Nice, I feel nice. like our brains operate on the same wavelength yes. when it comes Let's to go. fighting. It's, I'm saying, man. Some with the button inputs, the feel, the yes. flow of Dragon Ball Fighters, where it works for me. Okay. At first, though, there might be some growing pains. I remember raging at this game when it came out. <laughs> Big time. Because what happened was 
game's really fast paced. You're going to get dragon rush. Like people are going to hit you fast. You'll be like, oh, they should have a block button in this game. No, you got to learn. You got to learn. That's the one thing you got to learn. But once you learn, it is such a deep technical fighter. Every character could have their own game where you play around them and it would work just fine. And there's dozens of them. Mm. They pay such great homage. The animation quality, the art will blow your fucking mind if you're a Dragon Ball fan. But even if you're not, it can just be appreciated for what it is. No I cannot doubt. emphasize enough. Download it. It's a small download, by the way. Okay. This is an Arc Systems game, so I'm talking like five gigs tops, I think. Okay. Like it is, it is a small so, download. So better than Jump Force. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> oh, Jump Force. I, was, I wanted to trigger you. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to see the oh, disgust. <laughs> pain. Actual pain, man. That game. <laughs> that game. <sighs> I just that that game sends me into depression. It really does. Oh, like I just remember it came out. I bought it. I played it anyway. I was like, certainly it's not that, but it's that bad. It's so, so bad. Dragon Ball Fighter Z it is. Mm-hmm. Game Pass, let's go. Yeah, go ahead and give Check it a it download. Uh, the cool story mode, too. I want to shout that out. Mm-hmm. A lot of people dogged on it, but I thought it was interesting because mm. um, it plays with Android 21, which is kind of this unknown character in the Dragon Ball universe. And um, mm. her, her turn from innocent scientist to evil villain Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought was was kind of neat and, and her ability to clone the fighters that you face where it makes sense why you're battling against everyone. Yeah. It's just an enjoyable romp. It's not going to be like a great story, but as a Dragon Ball fan, I appreciated it. So if you've been sleeping on the story mode, give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Not too long either. Um, cool. But yeah, that's my Game Pass pick of the week. Love Dragon Ball Fighters. Put easily like 150 hours into it when it came out. I, I mm-hmm. loved it. Top game of the year for me. And so give mm-hmm. it a try if you got the time. No doubt. No doubt. Check it out. Check it out. All right, five questions to end the show. Let's start off with Anthony C. Greetings, Dukes and Lords. With Nickelodeon's mascot fighter and Smash's final DLC fighter bringing the mascot platformer fighter back into the forefront, do you think Xbox has enough memorable characters to make their own? I told you all we had to talk about this. Certainly, there's Chief and Marcus Phoenix, among others. But I can't help but feel that Nintendo and PlayStation have done a much better job of creating memorable IP and franchises, while Xbox has a core few. Though, this will hopefully change in the near future thanks to all the new studios. Does Xbox need more memorable characters to be the faces of a brand, or can Chief hold it down on his own? Thanks, keep up the awesome work, and I hope you have a wireless controller needs charging notification (laughs) at the start of a play session kind of day. Anthony C. Thank you, Anthony. Salute, salute. Great question, Anthony C. And I kind of alluded earlier. And Mm -hmm. this this is why COG is always hashtag just one. Mm -hmm. You need more characters. You need people to connect, to have those characters. Like, like, yo, this that's my guy. You know, like I said, you got Nathan Drake over there. Even Mario Link, you know, so what you call it? Why why always blank on Metroid? Oh, Samus. Samus. Why do I always blank on her name? Anyway, Samus. You know what I'm saying? So again, you got all these names and People that are revered, and like I said, Master Chief and Marcus Phoenix, and that's mm-hmm. it. Let's be real. There's, there's nothing else really going on. That's why you need these characters. So, yeah, this is a perfect question. This is why you do those just one, because that's why the new IP version is so important as opposed to a Hellblade. Because, again, Senua, we love her, but she technically debuted on a Sony platform. She did. <laughs> She's not yours. <laughs> yeah. She's yours now, and you can run with her. But you know what I'm saying? But absolutely, you want more of those. Do that. You know where I'm going with this. That that, that, that it's very simple. It's very simple. This is why they need to do that. Absolutely. I 
I don't think they do. Like, I would love to see them make a fighter, but you could see, like, when they did Killer Instinct in the DLC, right? They brought Arbiter, they brought in the Battletoads, and Mm -hmm. those work, but you don't have as many faces there you know of course it sells itself right off the bat you're like oh chief phoenix arbiter of course yes but then suddenly you're making the gears halo fighter you're not really making the xbox platform fighter now look you want to dig deep into the history again i'll throw out my man blinks the time sweeper (laughs) put him in there of course someone from fusion frenzy that's a rep right there i mean did you go put the forza car in there I was I was gonna say like Jet Set Radio Future, you know, like yeah, that, so, there you yeah, go. Like I think if you dig deep into that catalog, you could make one. But what sucks is I don't think any of those are faces that you know, you're not gonna put that cat from Blinks. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not gonna put him on the cover of the game. You just can't. You can't. Uh, you just can't. So that's where they're they're stuck. And you could do what PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale did, which was hey, we have enough reps here. Yeah. But then they got like the big daddy from Bioshock. Yeah. Did you know they did a DLC fighter Zeus for that game? No, I did not. Yeah, it was hilarious. They did Zeus, which I'm like, yeah, my favorite PlayStation icon, Zeus. Zeus. They, they also got um, Isaac Clark from Dead Space. But you, wow, you, would, you, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't, wouldn't know, know that. that. You, you hate know. that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. you, you hate it now. I hate it now. <laughs> But yeah, I, I hope that Xbox can shore up yeah, those fronts. But um, sure. in answer to Anthony's question, they do not have enough memorable characters to make Correct. one. Although I would hope one day they do. Because again, what the issue? This is what happens when you make these game serve these live service games. Like we're gonna pick the pirate from Sea of Thieves. You're gonna pick the survivor from State of Decay too. Yeah, good this point. is what these are our yeah. options. You gotta build these characters up. So I'm hoping that they do that. Senua, I think, will be a good start yeah, for all for sure. of that. For sure. But now with them making these RPGs, like. What do you do? Oh, there? listen. Yeah, now, it's on. It's on now. But it's like now, how do you represent that in a in a fighting in game? A fighting, like, yeah, how do you pick the yeah, avowed yeah. character you play as? How do you pick the yeah. the Starfield character? Because those are also create a character which doesn't have the individuality yeah. of a specific story, right? Yeah. That's why the cinematic story game is important, so that yeah. you can connect to one story. Because yeah. technically, Starfield, Elder Scrolls, Fallout. Is your guy? Mm-hmm. He's not a. You know what I'm saying? That I mean, could be fun, you could kind of wiggle it and say, like, you could oh, let's, wiggle it. Let's put the Vault Boy in or something. Vault Boy in, yeah. Oh, he would be fun. He would be yeah, you know Dovahkiin. Yeah, Dovahkiin. You know what I'm saying? You could wiggle it, but you know, it it it, it differs from again. You know, Nathan Drake. Yeah. Jin Sakai. Alloy. It differs yeah. because yeah. those are the personalities that we have grown to, you know, get their story, their backstory in the PlayStation Absolutely. ecosystem that they built. Absolutely. So hopefully one day they do it, but um yeah. they need IP. Yeah, so. the IP for sure, for sure. Number two, Simon C writes saying, Greetings, Dukes. So with the end of the year coming in to sign, everyone's favorite topic is arriving game of the year. So before the end of the year rush begins. What games so far are in the running for your games of the year? What up and coming down or coming games? Do you expect to hit the list? Hope you have some food stuck in your teeth type of day. Oh my. Savage. Um, let's see. Hitman three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes two guys to get a nomination, at least, I feel. Okay. It's up there. It's up there. Um 
I hope Psychonauts get a nomination. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I hope so too. Just a nomination, or at least get, you know, one yeah. of the giant. Um, I don't know. So, now again, is this question? This is across the board, all platforms, or, or we yeah, just... across the board for sure. Yeah, I think um, I'm of the mindset. A lot of people get bothered when this is said, but I think this is a weak year for games. I don't think it was a good year for games. Honestly, there there have been. A couple of things here I, or there. But I know I, where you're going. I think they're good games. I don't think yeah. there's that definitive, yo, the, this is the, in a class by itself yeah. Yeah, without questioning. They're game. really, I think Hitman kind of is that, but there hasn't been that. Like, I look at last year, right? And I know last year was kind of special because, for example, Persona 5 Royals, literally one yeah. of my favorite games of all time now. But I get awesome. that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I look at the other games that came out like, doom eternal and and um you know there's so many games that i fell in love with last year uh couldn't get enough of but like this Mm -hmm. year it just wasn't there wasn't a strong year i just Mm -hmm. i think there was a lot of if you look at my reviews like there have been so many wait for a sales there really hasn't been many like go buy this right go buy this people got bothered with me they're like you dislike a lot of stuff. You hate it. like I'm just like come on man. Nah, like, it's, it's just, just like, levels. It's yeah, levels. Th- though, this right? this year has not been up to par. I think next year will be yeah. very very. Next year, look, yeah, next year has got a lot of content. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think there are what I think there are a lot of good to very good games this year, mm. but not a lot of great games this year. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that super high level standard. And the only thing though, it's gonna be one that you ain't gonna like that's gonna be in there. And I know you know which one I'm talking about. Oh, no. That a lot of people that you don't like that you're in the minority with is Deathloop. A lot of people. Oh, you were gonna say Forza game. for some reason. <laughs> oh no, 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 Forza. I mean, Forza's that was sadly. If you're, I kind of hate this, but if you're a sports game, all right, you never win a game of the year. It just, that's no. just the way it works. They, they gonna throw you in that other category, mm. and that's it. So sadly, that's what's gonna happen to that. But you know, Deathloop's getting a lot of praise, man. Getting a lot of praise. I don't, I don't know, know, Cog. That conversation for Deathloop died real fucking quick, in my opinion. It, it seems <laughs> to be, where, where were you at with Returnal? I never got your Returnal thoughts. I never played Returnal, actually. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I kind of yeah. want to look into it now. They I don't have the time now. to. But yeah, that update where you can suspend yeah. your runs. I saw that one. Okay, that's kind of mm-hmm. hilarious. It took them uh, six months to do. But uh, <laughs> no, it took so long. Honestly, like, good update. A lot of people I, like Returnal. A yeah. lot of people like Returnal. It's good. To, I'm very curious on what wins because I agree with you. I think there are a lot of good to very good, but not great. Yeah. Oh my God, this is definitive game of the year candidate. I look at something like Ratchet and Clank. Like I thought that was going to be the slam dunk of the year. Right, right, right. And I know for a lot of people it was, and I understand why, but for me, that was one of those, mm, this, I think the 2016 one was way better. Yeah. Some people say, say good, but not great. Yeah, it's a good yeah. game, but yeah, just... There were a lot of games this year I expected to love um, that I didn't. And even on the double A space, like I thought Biomutant, it's like, oh, hidden gem right here. No, nope. mm-hmm. not really a great game, in my opinion. Like just way, way too saturated uh, for a small team. So, when uh, oh, Resident like, Evil 8, I know a lot of people liked. Yeah, yeah, that one, I don't know. It was like a year where I was like, do I just not like gaming? But I was like, no, I no. love gaming. It's just like there's so much stuff that just, I was like, that's yeah, it's And good. the game I played the most was a. 
was a remaster. I played Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yeah, that was great. I that was the game Legendary I played Edition. the most. And I'm yeah, like, I grinded that, man. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. Uh, it, 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 it's a weird year for, for games. I can't wait to see what the nominees are. I do mm-hmm. look for being the Lords. We do an annual, we do a crown your Lord section where we, we pick who we think going to win. Mm-hmm. And then what actually wins, we tally mm-hmm. up all the votes. And then right. Solve kills us this every yeah. year. So he's so good at picking stuff. And he, he, he was the one that was yelling at me during them years. He's like, I'm telling you, you guys, you idiots, you don't know about Hades. Uh, and he yeah. was right. Man. Yeah, Hades, he was right. Hades, Hades cleaned one. up one year. I was yeah. like, yeah, he, he won that one for sure. Yeah, I think out of games remaining, uh, to answer si- part of Simon's question, yeah. of games oh, I expect yeah. to hit the list maybe, I think Halo has a of good course, chance to. But they don't even qualify because yeah. they came out so late. Yeah, unfortunately too for for yeah. the game the the game awards and mm-hmm. by next year when there's just so many like highly anticipated titles you know, you just look at like what we already know by the way up until April with mm. like Elden Ring, Dying Light mm. 2, you've got later that year Starfield and and Pokemon Legends Arceus it's like wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, Horizon Forbidden West. Forbidden Oh, yeah. It's like god damn, bro. It's and and you tell me Halo's got to stack up against those? It sucks. It Halo's sucks. Halo's had to take the definitive multiplayer game of the year award mm-hmm. you know and may, we got to even see what happens then right but you know that that right. to me would be the only thing that because it's going to be tough it's yeah. going to be tough when you no this was the year they needed to come out on time mm-hmm. to make this award so they would be really in the mix with a lot you know yeah but it's unfortunate because i think the voting process starts about now now the game awards which mm-hmm. uh, a lot of games are, are going to get left out so correct correct that sucks but I'm I'm happy that Xbox is is more concerned with just getting a quality product in rather yes. than participating in the the popularity contest. So mm-hmm. on my game of the year list that I also want to shout out was mm-hmm. Tales of Arise. Very 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 good game. Yeah, I really love. really dug that one. I would say that that and Hitman Three were like the two games I thought were great this year. Yeah. But were they like Red Dead Redemption Two? Like wow, play this shit now. No, mm-hmm. but like I thought I thought those games were excellent. Yeah. But other than that, back to Hitman. I gotta get back to it, man. So many oh, games. dude. So many Have games. you ever finished Hitman 3? No, I'm like halfway. I did not finish it yet. Oh, so you, good, You did though. the uh, Dartmoor Mansion, right? That was the in England. That was a good oh, one. Locales. Mm. I, listen, I knew the game was hitting from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Was mm. it the Dubai joint? You out in the roof? And yeah. The, oh, fuck. Dude, so I, did all, I did almost all the challenges in that game. Like, I, I put like 45 hours into it. Just in Hitman 3 alone. And by the way, the last mission, it's really bad. There's oh. no replayability to it. Gotcha. So... It's really five missions that I put 45 hours into. Fuck it. That's nuts to me, bro. That's nuts. Yeah, that's the nuts. intricacies and so many ways you can approach and do things. So good. Well, so cool. One Doesn't of the deepest credit. games that's come out, man. It's incredible. And it's a looker. Mm-hmm. It's a looker, mm-hmm. too. For sure. I cannot wait for what they do with James Bond. And now yeah. we know they're working with Xbox now Project Dragon. Xbox, Xbox is going to wrap anyone up. Mm-hmm. I.O. be in a bag. I, I was I. like the is engines. So good. so good. So good. Let's move on to Alex. Gritzmacher. Hello, Dukes. I have a quick story to set up a question. Last April, F1 2019 was an Xbox Games with Gold game, so I downloaded it. Around the same time, I started watching Netflix's Formula One series, Drive to Survive, which follows the teams and drivers during each F1 season. So, with my interest in the sport peaked, I played the game and really got into it. I then bought F1 2020 that summer, which really cemented my interest in the sport to the point that I actually started watching the races and have since become a huge fan. My question is... Has any game gotten you interested enough in a sport to then become a fan? Or if not a sport, 
some other real life thing the game is based on, whether it be a book or a movie series or anything of the like. Keep up the great work, Alex. Great question. Um, mm-hmm. Again, highly recommend Alex. If you're an F1 guy, highly recommend. I'll pay this past Sunday that went on. Chris Grinnell, he pretty much every F1 game that came out from the PS2 to PS3 era, he was a part of. We talked about the intricacies of creation. And yeah, F1 was one of those games for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in the States, we didn't have F1. We had indie car racing. And I remember, you know, casually watching and stuff like that. But the F1 series was something I paid attention to, the simulation, the pit stops. I got into it. I told you the story, um, you know, with the NHL. You know, like, I didn't watch NHL. I didn't know the sport. But I remember those EA, it's in the game, you know. And NHL 94 was... Man, that changed my life. Like, I got into it. I learned the league. Mm-hmm. I started watching. Like, most sports games like that, I think PGA to a golf. Oh, like, yeah. I started watching that. I remember when the tennis games and the top spins, and I started, like, I used to do all that stuff and then start to get into the actual sport. Like, yo, Pete Sampras, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know, that, that's how it, it, it literally, gaming does have that effect where, it get, if something is done really well, it can make you really get interest mm-hmm. in the actual real life caught apart. But I'm curious for you, like, what are those for you that you sat there, you played, and you're like, yo, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to take interest in this now? Uh, hockey. Yeah, hockey, I ended mm-hmm. up going out and playing. Like, I yep. uh, I remember I borrowed from my brother NHL 2012. It was the one with Steven Stamkos on the cover. So I think I was 2012. That's and cool. I remember playing it and just like, a little simpleton. You know, I was in high school. <laughs> you know, you could hit people. You could fight people. It's yeah. like, oh, fun. There's there's some gameplay here, right? Yeah. And then, like, you get into the sport of it all eventually. And mm-hmm. that's when I really started watching was in 2012. And uh, eventually awesome. I was like, oh, I want to play it. But I was, I was I, I'm too skinny. I'll get pushed yeah. off the puck. Then one day mm-hmm. I bought, like, a, a plastic net. Uh, mm-hmm. And I played, like, pretty much floor hockey in my front driveway. Mm-hmm. And eventually I took rollerblading up i tried that out at a local rink okay made the leap to ice and uh yeah the rest is history so yeah i I, i've played ice hockey for six years now and uh yeah i've been a fan since 2011 2012 i want to say actually it was 2012 game it was probably 2013 i want to say but anyway uh yeah really really liked hockey and got into it because of the game because i i was able to see the flow of the sport and then I knew some of the rules and, mm-hmm. and then that just kind of carried over where I, I was able to just focus on the team, the players, and you just develop an adoration from there. And for mine, it was so strong. I ended up competing in it because nice. I really liked it. So nice. Tis my pick. Nice. Good All right. Question, Alex. Number four goes to AJB. Hey, Dukes. Both podcasts have brought up the strange direction Ubisoft is taking releasing three live service games in the future. Sometimes NFL teams feel like they are one piece of the pie away from a Super Bowl and load up on one position in the draft expecting to hit that one prospect. Is this what's happening at Ubisoft? Are they flooding the zone right now, hoping that one of these lands as it'll be able to pay for the developing costs of the others? They have to be aware that their audience isn't big enough to sustain three live service time games or time sinks at once, right? It's funny because he said time sucks. sucks yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even edit that because I was like, yeah. Yeah, time sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm with him. I mean, and that, you know, we talked about our concerns with a splitter cell when we heard these rumors, right? Mm. Based on what they're doing now, 
this, you know, concerns you. And it, yeah, it's like, bro, you, Division and his Watchdogs and the Sanskrit. It, it, it's just so much live service. And I'm just like, how, if, if you're a person who plays only in the Ubisoft ecosystem, right? Far Cry. Yeah. Like, how do you pick and choose? How do you, you know what I mean? I like, it, it's just, it, it, they, they've got to, they've got a problem with, with diversity and game diversity. Mm-hmm. And now people off pushing back hard. They're really pushing back with the ratings. Again, I, I implore you, listen to Jess Gordon's Gordon's rant on Xbox 2 and Ren about cut and paste and, and so, he used words like soulless, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I don't know what's going on over there. I You know, not all of them are doing well, right? So yeah. I think it's one of those things where eventually the base is now pushing back. And the numbers got to flop a bit for dudes to get the answer that you're going to have to yeah. mix it up. You're going to have to do so. And maybe that's what they get it. Because Division, from my understanding, Division 2, which I actually liked initially. Division 2 was I, good, yeah. Yeah, I liked Division 2. And I, I was like, I thought out of the great, you know, I always, you know, I'm a Destiny fan, so I always look at the, the competition. What's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And out of the great wars, everybody was on the Anthem train. And I liked Anthem initially. But I said Division is the one I'm worried about for mm-hmm. Destiny and taking Destiny out. See, I mean, potentially, right? Yeah, yeah. And Division did beat out Anthem, right? But it just died out. And then, then you know, there's a lot of issues that we're going to it. Shout out to my boy Slomo Slap, uh, Backslap. He's a big Division guy. But they just didn't do enough with the end game. And then the other thing is they stopped listening to their base. Their mm-hmm. base like, yo, fix this, do that, tweak that. And they had this very massive, had this attitude like like we know best yeah. and it alienated a lot of their stuff so you see that died and i think that's what's gonna have to happen people are just gonna push back and say no yourself nope and i yep. think we're getting into that zone and maybe maybe just maybe that's why we're getting a splinter cell announcement now because they're finally seeing yo this cut and paste watchdogs legion everybody they say people tired of it bro mm-hmm. people tired of it even you know when you get tired of it last part don't go for it. When the UIs look the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the fa- when you see the, the, the UI and the font and it looked the same. Yeah. And you like. very much rehashed. I'm not doing it. I'm not. And uh, sadly, it got me out of the yes. I know it, people love Assassin's Creed. It got me out of it. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not doing mm-hmm. all that, bro. I I'm always just- say that their biggest mistake when Unity failed was not doubling down on what Unity did as a gameplay structure because it I was agree. legitimately the future of that go series. Back to that. It's good. It's a good game. And they got I, an update, I stand right? by didn't that. They get, yeah. Didn't they get the update? I don't know if they did or not, but I know didn't it works. They got like a, a, a frame boost or something. I feel like they got Probably. something. Probably. I feel like at yeah, this point. Yeah, I feel like they got something. And, and it was, um, it was fully four player co-op or was it like um there some were missions, missions. There, there were missions, missions right like there were a lot mm-hmm. of them okay and, and there was a lot of loot and stuff i mean granted it kind of looks like familiar ubisoft stuff now but like the the calling card i think for that entry was the different ways you could assassinate targets and the objectives within the missions that you can complete like there was a lot of optional stuff where uh it was it was really good i think they could have developed that more but they went in the rpg direction which i also have enjoyed but my biggest sticking point for Ubisoft let's get it is Immortals Phoenix Rising comes out and I'll always point my finger at the the media and and other reviewers for this it comes out to glowing reviews and I'm like what the fuck did you guys play because this shit is identical to 
Far Cry. It is identical to Assassin's Creed. And guess what? It's a new goddamn IP. People are like, it's a refreshing take from Ubisoft. <laughs> Finally, it's something new. I'm like, no, the fuck it isn't. They added puzzles and that was it. And that's where they lost me. I was like, mm. that you guys had a new IP and it felt the same. Like mm. you guys are that scared. And then you play Far Cry 6 and you see how scared they are because mm. they just keep going back to that Far Cry 3 well. They keep, they can't help themselves. Yeah. They're either self-obsessed and yeah. they cannot move past their own love for their art mm. or they're so scared shitless that they I don't want to do anything different. Yeah, I think it's that. I think yeah. it's the scared. I think and it's scared. It pisses me off because they every every open world they've ever made that I've played, I look at it and I'm like, oh, this is just beautiful. I love oh, what yeah. I'm seeing. Oh yeah, exploring it, different story. But looking yeah. at it, like looking I think at of it? Syndicate, I look at yeah. it I'm like, yo, Industrial Revolution here. Mm -hmm. Yes, my God, beautiful man. Like yes. there's so many locales they do when they do them right. It's just what's in them is is not good. So I think that's why there's worry for Splinter Cell. Right. What's interesting is there was a rumor that popped up on Twitter saying that like Xbox had like a big third party. Oh, we gonna do it? Okay. And I, I was like, in yeah. my head, I'm thinking to myself, I don't think Ubisoft's funding this themselves. I you don't know what's. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. I I've heard the validity of the sources that I've heard from are mid tier. Let's just say mm -hmm. that. Right. I'm not gonna go with that, my my high tier sources. If one of my high tiers confirmed it. Then I'm running, but I did hear rumblings. Yeah. If this is the case, it would make sense in the sense that Ubisoft is too scared to do Splinter Cell by themselves. Mm -hmm. Xbox would make sense. Xbox, you know, whether it be whatever the global game publishing or whatever it is, right? You know, Splinter Cell is a franchise synonymous with Xbox. Mm -hmm. And I could see them doing it, you know, it it, it would it would it would behoove them. To make this kind of a deal, and then I, I would have, have a little bit more. On that too. Yes, I would have a little bit more comp. So I'm hoping this rumor is true. I don't want to get crazy because, you know, I'm such a Splinter Cell fanboy. I just don't need my heart broken. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm trying. You know what I mean? I'm trying yeah. to. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But hey, man. if it happened, what a what a get for Microsoft if that wasn't true. Again, all rumor, all speculation. But if Mr. Matty plays, would like to elaborate on what he's heard. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that, uh, yeah, funny enough, this is from my yes. middle, middle source, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was the same thing. It was like, yeah, maybe it might be Splinter Cell. I was like, okay, we'll see how that rolls we'll out. We'll see mm -hmm. how it rolls out. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised either at the end of yeah, the day, yeah. just speculation alone. It just, it's because it, that was the rumor. It was like, oh, yeah, they got a big third party IP that like both sides are really happy with. And I was also thinking, um, shout out to special Nick of Xbox Era for this. Yes, I don't yes, want to yes. take his idea here, but he also mm -hmm. mentioned Bungie's new IP. I Ooh, I matter. just think that getting Bungie mm -hmm. and Xbox together again, mm. that'd be something. That would be interesting. Matter is um yeah, that's that's their new new joint. Um You would know mm. more about that than I probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this so. is something they've been working on for a while. Um again, the relationship between Pete Parsons and Phil Spencer is like this. Mm -hmm. People don't realize that. And again, shout out to Phil. Big Destiny guy, you know what I'm saying? I've had to, I haven't had a chance to play with him yet, but we've tried to schedule it. But um, yeah, it, it would make sense. Well, it would make on, sense. I'm in contact with Big Daddy Phil Spencer. 
You know, we, we have had conversations here and there, you know. Get that man on the phone real quick. <laughs> listen, we build it. Listen, it, it will take time. It takes a destiny it. session, right? It takes a destiny. You know, so it's just, I got to, you know, the man is a busy man. No, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm, I'm the type I'm of person. I don't like to, I don't care. Because I, listen, I ain't no Phil Spencer. I'm not that popular. But I'm just saying, I know what it is. Sometimes you, when you jump online, mm. you just want to play and not be bothered. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I don't like to bother people. You know no, what I mean? But, course. you know, yeah, we, we've talked and, and, you know, I definitely will set up. He's hardcore Destiny like me. So, you know, we'll, we'll set, try to set something up. But... Do a little Destiny spoiler cast with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Phil, if you're down, I'm, I'm always down. But, yeah, he, he loves his games. And he, he one thing about him, that's why I really respect him. The man plays games. Yeah. You can't say it. And the other person I want to shout out before in the previous regime that I know I used to play Destiny with is Mikey Barra, Mikey. But now he's over at uh, Activision. Mm-hmm. These guys play games. Like they, there's no doubt about it. There's no suit. There's no corporate. There's no fakeness. And that's it. But to your overall question, I would not be surprised, you know, if that did happen, like Nick was saying, in reference to Matter, because that's their yeah. new IP that they're working on. So it'll be interesting. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. we will see. But we'll see. Uh, as for Ubisoft flooding the zone to see if they, they hit one, I kind of think of it as like a if they can effectively get someone to buy the game twice when you purchase it, then then they have one. And so that's why you see Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, like they have microtransactions in them because they can get you buy the game twice. Then they don't need to sell multiple copies. They've just sold it twice to the same person. Exactly. Which oh. then keeps them in that safe bag of mm-hmm. doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again. Oh, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Last write in for the show goes to beloved Emperor, dear defining Maddie and ultimate cog. Several hours ago at the time of writing this question, lead environment artist in at in exile, Paul Fish tweeted a picture from inside the offices at Obsidian with a cheeky, why am I here, as the caption. Josh Sawyer responded to his tweet with some playful songs. So the question is simple. What is going on here? Is In Exile (laughs) partnering with Obsidian, perhaps on Sawyer's project? Important to note, before working at In Exile, Fish worked at Obsidian on projects ranging from Alpha Protocol to Fallout New Vegas to South Park Stick of Truth. As always, the content you put put out each week is stellar. P.S. Maddie, I hope you have a first day in the Republic of Dave kind of day. Cog, <laughs> I hope you have a I just got the Galler horn in Gallo. vanilla Destiny 1 kind of day. Great reference. Yeah. Great All right. Reference. Let's get it. Let's get it. So you want to jump it off? I don't think this is anything. I'll be honest. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Break I'm, it down. I'm getting in my, my conservative bag. Let's here, go. Right? Let's go. Let's go. We've heard that mm-hmm. Xbox is all about collaboration. Yes. Yes, yes, so yes. if 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 Paul Fish here has mm-hmm. a history at Obsidian and there's mm-hmm. a lot of collaboration happening within the Xbox first party family, mm-hmm. I think it makes sense that someone from NXI would show up. Yes. Now, of course, I'm hopeful that with these two working together that we see something from a popular IP pop up. Yes. I already know my, my journal friends are doing the digging. And yes. if they find anything out, I will probably be the first to know. But yes. But. For now, um, I don't think this is anything. Yeah, I don't think this is anything. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't, when Obsidian got it, wasn't Obsidian... And in the next hour, we're together. Yeah, together. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, okay, that's what I remember. Okay. Yeah, so, true. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think, yeah, I think that, you know, makes sense. This is where I'm excited. I'm not, I'm still in the conservative bag with you. Mm. I think this may be the relationship with Josh and homie. You know, Josh has that new project from Obsidian going mm-hmm. on. He may be leaning on Mr. Fish for certain things. You know what I mean? That that may be that, right? And yeah. it may be just the extent of it. 
However, the question I have, and this is the big one, to me, the elephant in the room, the way I look at Obsidian and the way I look at Exile is very different. I look at them as two entities who were once part of the greater Bethesda mm-hmm. thing, right? And let's be real, they didn't necessarily get the best credit and the, you know, maybe their treatment during the rate, whatever, it may not have been the best. But my point right. is this. I look at them as separate entities looking to establish themselves that, yo, we're nice, we're talented, we can make our own yada, 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 right? Right. But now, Bethesda's in the building, right? (laughs) So what I look at is I want to know in the greater scheme, Obsidian and Exile, Bethesda, that's what I want. I want to know if there's Avenger meetings there. I want to know because the way it seems painted right now and I think it was Jez, if you said this, mm-hmm. I think it pretty much was you. Because Jez, Jez is sitting on a lot of stuff. Don't think, Jez is sitting on so much stuff right now. He yeah. being nice. He being yeah, very he, yeah. nice. He's pacing it out. He's like, he's I got pacing. a little content roll yeah, out. He, <laughs> he, 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 doing a, he doing like giving us a little content drip here and there. Yeah. Jez, I know what's going on. He's but playing here's the game. A, yeah, he played it and respectful. He, he's sitting on it. But the thing is, the key part I got out of it is, uh, I mean, Bethesda is not in that room. They're still being almost treated like a separate entity, a separate building, mm. right? And I want to hear about greater collaborative stuff So yeah. with, with all those three. So that's what I'm waiting on. But I'm with you. This is light. I ain't getting crazy. Mm-hmm. This is just those two had a relationship, bringing them in most likely, and then we'll see what happens. But yeah. yeah. I'll always at. remember, Xbox announces the acquisition of Bethesda. Someone tweets at Obsidian, it's just me, New Vegas, too. And then Obsidian just puts like the shrug and shoulder emoji. It's, and I'm just like, come on, guys. You can't yeah, they're not us. there yet. It, 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 to me, it's like, it's, it's a weird situation. It's like dating, right? Now mm. is your ex. <laughs> mm. And now your ex and everybody live in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what it feels. It's still a level of weirdness. I don't care what nobody say. There's got, look, they're going to play nice and do the public facing joint. Right. But you can't tell me because, you know, the history better than anybody, Maddie. Right. Yeah. With Obsidian and them. Right. With yeah, it's, not, it's not. Tell, they, they, they tell in, me, my, tell the truth. In, in my eyes. No, I think they kind of pretend it's all good. But like mm-hmm. all I'm saying is like Bethesda nickel and dimed Obsidian pretty hard for New Vegas. I, I am of this mindset that Obsidian's kind of surpassed Bethesda in this too. point, so they don't really care that it's happened, especially because they've probably made far more money just doing mm-hmm. their thing. But I know Break it down. pretty well that if they were handed the Fallout IP, they would take it and, and run with it. So mm. that you know, and that's not like yeah. breaking news. They well, of course, of course, said of course, as much. Of course. But I'm just saying that still mm-hmm. is absolutely a thing for Obsidian. Like, well, they, let, let, let me question this now. I got you on the Obsidian side. Where do you feel NXL is with their history with Bethesda? It's interesting because I'm going to make sure I'm remembering this correctly. I believe mm-hmm. NXL is really, they, they a couple of their employees left and they had given birth uh, to Obsidian mm. where I don't have, I don't know if Bethesda and NXL have ever directly okay. collaborated. Okay. Okay. Where I feel like that's where the relationship would likely occur. Mm-hmm. I, you know, especially if Obsidian's trying to do seven games in seven years and they, they seem right. to have their own internal roadmap. Like we yeah. already knew Carrie Patel was directing something yeah. and that's like years down the road. Josh Sawyer is directing something mm-hmm. years down the road. And then on top of a vowed grounded 
mm-hmm. Outer Worlds 2. You know, there's there's so much yes, already sir. being worked on. So I don't know if Obsidian has an empty enough plate to just take something from Bethesda and do something mm. with it, where I think In Exile would be the best point from, hey, this is a fresh partnership. Hey, we know you're capable. You just made Wasteland 3, which is what gave birth to Fallout. Right. You've got Brian Fargo in the building, who was Woo! one of the fathers of Fallout. Legend. And you can kind of safely assume that they would do some type of spinoff, if you will, for Fallout. Mm-hmm. Not a, at least, you know, right now, because we know they're working on uh, that project that uh, is going to be first person uh, shooting RPG, uh, which mm-hmm. would fit that Fallout mold. But currently we know Obsidian, or I'm sorry, Exile as the, the isometric guys, right? Yes. yes. Uh, so they could kind of do a tactic style Fallout game spinoff. Mm-hmm. And and that would be, I think, received because it wouldn't take away from what Bethesda is doing, but it'd be another Fallout alternative. Mm-hmm. But maybe that narrative changes when they come out with their own FPS RPG. Let's say it's really good. Mm-hmm. Now you've got two options in the building on people who can do FPS RPGs in a Fallout style. Mm-hmm. And you've got Bethesda over there just sitting on it. Mm-hmm. I just... um Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I continue to dig on, but no one wants to speak. So no one wants to talk. No, no one wants to even talk. to indicate like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. we're talking. So it's uh, it's tough, man. But uh, I think Fargo. the tight lips that would sink ships is telling of itself that yes, I agree. at some point, fall out aside. By the way, I'm not even trying to go yeah. on a whole spiel. Yeah. At some point, these three or two of them of the mm-hmm. three will collaborate in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I think so. Big or small, I think it will happen. We're we're in the same house now. Everyone's, you know, moved on. We're mature now. We're in a different place. Yeah. (laughs) So time will tell on that. But that's all we've got for this week's show. Thank you for the fantastic write-ins. We hope you enjoyed our whole news roundup. Certainly a lot, as always, to discuss in Mm -hmm. these busy holiday times. Cog, anything you want to say before we wrap it up with the hashtag? Oh man, what a show! What a show! A lot, a lot of great topics. A lot of diverse topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. There's so many. I I don't even want to plug. It's so much fun. I mean, so many to plug for. I was thinking diverse DD, but I want to. I don't know. Maybe Deuce something more DD. Special. I mean, that was Deuce the DD was a, that was a topic in itself. Yeah, like that was yeah. that was the episode headline. That was the episode headline. Low key, yeah, yeah. We might have to do that. Little Deuce DD. I like Deuce that. Deuce DD. Yeah, Deuce yeah. DD. I like it. Hashtag in the comments on Twitter at G27Status at Lord Cognito. Hashtag Deuce DD. Let us know you got this deep into the episode. Certainly looking forward to everyone who uh, sat through that. That would be very telling. (laughs) (laughs) So we appreciate you all. And with that, we'll see you next week for episode 44 of Defining Duke. Until then, take all right care of yourselves. And we'll see you shortly. Peace out. Peace. Defining Duke, an Xbox podcast, is a product and trademark of Last Stand Media and Collins Last Stand LLC and is recorded from the United States of America. The show is conceived by Matthew Mr. Matty Plays Schroeder and me, Colin Moriarty, and is written and produced by Matthew Schroeder. Matty's co-host is Barry Lord Cognito Eversley. Defining Duke's executive producer is Dustin Furman, and the show is edited by associate producer Ben Smith. All of Last Stand's theme music is by Ramon Narvaez. As you know, all of Last Stand Media's shows, including Defining Duke, are fan-funded on Patreon at patreon.com slash laststandmedia. The following names are at the producer support level on Patreon, and we're thankful for your kindness and generosity. 
Andrew Morgan, Stephen Nieder, Ross Marenka, Miguel A. Brewer, Morgan Ashley, Azan, Michael Vecchio, Jerome Ferreira, SLDFMA, Jorge Palomino, Daniel D'Amour, Brad Cooley, Jeremy Key, Patrick Leslie, Tom Quinn, Sorta Serious Gaming, Unofficial Controller Podcast, Colin Farley, Zia Parix, Henry Groth, Joshua, Relentless Rex, Troy Miller, Meyer Katz, Jordan Mittman, J.A. Zhu, Tristan Palacios, Drew Mullen, Graham Plays, Christian R., Jad Rita, Kurt M. Gillenberg, Patrick Skipper, Sweaty Mitt, Chris Kelly, Dustin Graff, Peyton Stone, Roberto, Nick R., Josh Hallen Rui, Tyler Watkins, Troilish True, Dan Root, Talisman, Christopher, Randall Halsey, Bobby Norman, Nuke Dukum, Jim Bob, 56, William Holbert, Dr. Stump, Josh Godfrey, Kalike Souza, Vornak, Betty Ann Moriarty, Daniel Johnson, H. Trons, Jordan Peterson's Fat Hog, Ethan Davies, Jay Getter, Manuel Ochoa, Bjorn Campbell, Jeff Mercado, Gregory Slavinsky, Galja of Fortuna, Boots, Tyler Brown, Megadet, Poot, Gavin Newland, Saul Balcazar, Brian White, Raul Melendez, Eric Harden, Alex Bolton, Matt Martin, Kinnams, Joseph Baker, Rodney Coleman, Chris Moore, Caswell, Anti Kinnanen, Chris, Will Hernandez, Chris Galvin, Mason Cottle, Ali Fritz, Zach Allen, George Anthony Nunez, Kyle Hagel, Christopher, Colin Love, Daryl E. Naiman, Ryan R. Kittredge, Toby Ryland, Michael S., David Bostick, Stewie 108, Patrick Montgomery, D.B. Cooper, Cody Bradbury, Tom Cargill, Richter 86, Steve Hodge, Holfeldian, Ian Bravo, Barrett Boswell, Andrew Parker, Christopher DeVaio, Chris Morton, Kevin Komaki, Johnny Waffles, Roto 24, Jonathan Coach, Sean Mason, Josh Gravelick, Brian Chan, Organic Produce, Shane St. Pierre, Carlos Algaret, Richard Hebert III, Miranda Grubba, Josh Yeager, Martin Beck, Joey Andrzejczyk, Nathan R., Joe McPartland, Gary Cavallo, Christopher Moore, Jacob Bell, Dennis Usel, Eric Finkenbeiner, Lou and Ray Loper, Jonathan Cortez, Dylan Burns, Jason Lusky, Malachi Wall, John Schultz, David Chestnut, Anton K, Brian W. Rath, Alan Tremblay, Tyler Bellow, Ryan T. Mandel, Tony Zaniga, Sean Battershall, Robbie Hensley, Alex Cabrera, Lennon Brixey, James Kitzel III, Will Caldwell, Hugo's Desk, Peter Reynolds, Anthony Vasquez, Adam Kiniston, William O'Carroll, Jesper Jansen, Max Cannon, Phil Crowen, Throw Seven, Adam Nix, Josh McKinney, Michael Gates, Alex Gates, Ryan Robertson, Sean Chandler, Petro Rose, Lockmore, Geo Corsi, Joey Gondhaliker, Gerald Pennington, Justin Wagaman, David Ike. Colucci, Paul Joyce, Chad Lewis, Enrique Perez, Joshua Smallwood, Shane Rayum, Spencer Brand, Don Lee, John Cordero, Keith A. Lewis, Marius Carson Peterson, Ryan Greenwood, Tyler Harris, Matthew Perdue, Patrick Harper, Mad Mock Media, Jonathan Rice, and Casual Misfits Gaming.